All right, in an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It's an absolute must. You got to hire the right lawyer. You're going to make sure that your insurance companies pay you what you are owed. Injury attorney David Feminini on his team, they are exactly who you need to call. They have been making insurance companies pay for over 30 years. They're going to help you with your case as well. David is ready to speak to you personally right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdavidgetpaid.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Three o'clock. I'm going to need all lemmings to unite. All you people who just want to blindly drink the bathwater of Brad Holmes. You need news to be here. News team assemble. Yeah, news team assemble. <laughs> Three o'clock. All you bums who have no opinion on sports and just go, whatever's good enough for him is good enough for me. Tune in at 3 o'clock. I got something for you. Might make you sound like this. Oh! But I'm going to sell you something. And I challenge you to give me one legitimate reason not to do it. Other than you like drinking bathwater. So we'll do that at 3. But you know what we're going to start with? Something that has no warfare attached to it. The Red Wings are a wagon. A complete demolition of the Caps last night. Eight goals. Rico, Leafs lost. You just hate to see it. (laughs) A year ago today, they were on a six-game losing streak. Now you're in Iserman's first six-game win streak of his tenure. We've talked about the whole playoff flag confidence levels. And it enters you into the chat because... You were like, hey, golly gee, guys, I got a deal I want to offer you. And I'm like, you know what that sounded mean? Let me let me take that back. It, it, it was, I, you had a good idea. My name is Goober now? <laughs> I apologize for treating you like Xavier Booker. Golly. Yeah, oh, that's my bad. That, that hockey oh. thing. My bad. But you're going to offer people a deal. And uh, I can tell you I'm not taking it. But it's important you listen to the words of R.L. Beard. Here's the deal. We did the whole car flag expectation, and a lot of people were at the three. They thought they were going to make the playoffs. Not quite sure they were going to make the playoffs. Over the last weekend, some people started saying four. I'm saying this. Right here, right now, you can lock it in. Wings make the playoffs. They're in a... Six-game series. They win two games at LCA, but they do not win the series. They lose. They lose in six. They made the playoffs. Two games at home that you win, home ice. Would you lock that in? F you. (laughs) Keep your deal. 
I'm serious. Because I feel like right now I'd be trading on something that I view as a certainty. They're already making the playoffs. And the way they're playing right now, with a top line that's one of the 10 best in the league, I'm not ready to write off a first-round playoff series. I might be a victim of the moment. Mm -hmm. I I might be buying at the worst time because this is as good as it'll get. Rico, I feel like something's happening. You know what I mean? It's almost like... The, what, the, what? the cake's in the in the oven. It's baking as we speak. It's like right there. I can see it. Mm-hmm. I am going to reject your deal. I, I We're going to let it ride. Okay. I actually am starting to wonder if this team is more dangerous than anyone has given them credit for. 248-539-9797. The deal is this. Wings make the playoffs. You lose in six. You get two home wins at the LCA. Memories. Vibes. Yeah. Things. But you lose the series. So you, you were competitive. You didn't get embarrassed. Yeah. And you had a couple of great moments that you either watched at home or maybe you were lucky and, enough to be there. In game six, you lose two to one. Oh, wow. I'm still turning your deal down. Okay. I, am I nuts for turning the deal down? Is Rico offering something that if we step away from the emotion of what's going on right now, which is they're just a lot of fun and they're red hot, six wins in a row, Two back at the Leafs. I think they're, what, eight or ten up on, on Jersey? Maybe what Rico's offering is actually quite legitimate and actually a really good deal. But I'm going to be greedy. I'm going to let it roll. Okay. Rico, I could see a scenario they win a playoff series. Now, part of that's projection. Part of that's on making a deal at the deadline to add some depth on the, on the blue line. Maybe bring up Evanson later in the year. Like, you're not wrong for offering what you're offering them. There's well, a reason for this. I'm going to get to it later. But two right weeks now, ago, I would have taken you. Right, I, I want to hear where the Wings fans are. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Call Hockey text. Elite Unite. Oh, sound the alarms. You can lock it in right here, right now. Six game series. You lose, but you win two games here at the LCA. And the and game six is, is close. A, Competitive. Is two to one game. You yeah. you you could taste a game seven, but it didn't happen. Sad conies. Sad conies. David, are you taking this man's deal, or are you going to be brave slash greedy with me and go, you know what? F it. I I don't need your stinking deal. See, no, I don't need your deal because I already told you Monday that this was a Stanley Cup team. They were headed in that direction. So, no, I'm not going to take that first-round loss because they're going to continue on and do the what the Seattle Kraken did. They're headed towards... The Stanley Cup, whether they make it or not, but they're making it at least to the Eastern Conference Finals. So, no, not taking your deal. People, is anyone going to take Rico's deal? Are the hockey elite going to talk some sense into us? Have we lost our collective minds? And look, we're having fun. Right now, right, they're they're red hot. They're hotter than fish grease. Eight to three. Just a demolition of the caps. Well, because for a second it was like, okay, it's – Two to one. It was like, oh, wait a minute. And then it was they got the shorthanded goal. Okay, yep. Boat race is in session. And this thing's over. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, you saw them go out there. They're flexing. They're getting it done. So my question is this. A week ago, we were just like, can you make the playoffs? Can you just get in? I'm saying you're in. And you're going to play a competitive series. Even the games, I'll, I'll, I'll sweeten the deal. Every game that you lose is a one-point game. You're in every game. You're going to win two here at the Joe. 
But you're going to lose that in game six, two to one. I can't do it. Are you taking that deal? I can't do it. You're two back of the Leafs. You're you're starting to put distance between you and Tampa for just just this, you know, obviously both qualifying for the playoffs, but you're starting to separate a little bit from Tampa. You've clearly separated from Jersey. Rico, I can't. I'm probably overreacting. I know they can't keep playing at this clip. We talked about this six games run here leading into the deadline of how important it was, and all they've done is A, win a couple into it, and now they've won four straight in it. Two to go. I mean, Man, if they win another game or two in a row here, and you're talking about a seven or eight game win streak to the deadline, I can't. I can't sell them short. And here's the other thing: maybe I'm a loser. I I think this is this home ice advantage. Lord knows Kenny's playing hooky from work again. I, I just this the LCA's becoming a thing. I mean, people driving home last night, listening to Rieger, the place packed. The jokes about the place being a mausoleum, or God help it, when they're down there for a Pistons game. This is, right. When he goes live and you hear the echo throughout the entire building because there's nobody there right. but the concession workers. I can't I can't take the deal. I'm willing to dream a little bit. And maybe I'm crazy. Maybe making the playoffs is nowhere near a certainty as I view it. But it just becomes about numbers. It becomes about math. And you're like, who's how about this? If if the hockey elite would like to call in with this, whose stock in the Eastern Conference would be increasing in value as fast as the Red Wings. What stock would you buy if we view the Rangers as the blue chip, right? Let's say you view, um, you know, the Panthers as the blue chip, right? The teams are in first. Of every other team that's not the Panthers or the Rangers, are you going to buy Maple Leaf stock before you buy Red Wings stock right now? I I think it's at least a discussion, Right. right? Like, are we sure the Bruins are still the Bruins? I mean, they're good. They're tied for the lead. But they're gettable. You've seen Boston. I mean, look, they're still very good. They'd still be favored in a series against the Wings. My point is they're not this seemingly indomitable team like they were last year. And oops, they got got, right? I can't take your deal. I appreciate it. I think it's a good faith offer. I think it's a quality deal. Can't do it. Well, here and here's the reason why I can't do it either is because oh. we haven't even gotten to the trade deadline. I can only believe that Eiserman is looking at the way his team is right now and saying, yes, let's go for it. Let me get someone else to help us, which means you get someone else that takes you over the top, and who knows? What if Kenny had the pipeline to God and we get his boy Ruzgob Goodass or whatever it is? Mm. Mean guy. <laughs> hey, come on. It's all there, people. I'm willing, off glued us. Right. Um, I'm willing to dream, and I'm willing to just let it ride. They're playing incredible hockey, and I just got to go with it. I got to let it happen. But what Rico's offering is legitimate. You make the playoffs and you play a highly competitive playoff series. Yeah, if I told you that at the start of the year, you would have taken it. Certainly you would have taken it a six, week ago. six weeks ago. You took a week ago. Two weeks ago. The minute they started winning a few games in a row here, you went, ooh, wait, okay, this is good. After the Colorado game, you went, all right, well, let me see a few more. Well, the few more is win, win, and then resounding win. I don't know, man. Uh, I want to hear from the people. I'm excited to do it. I guess you're going to pretty much have to get the entire Lions team to come out there for the horn. (laughs) Aiden was there last night. I'm just saying, every time the Lions 
somebody from the Lions team is there, they blow the team out. Yeah, Lalone said last night after the game, they basically have the bat signal out for Dan Campbell yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, Ben Johnson, J-Mo. You know, you and a- soon enough, LeJarius Sneed. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a team. Ooh. I'm not taking it. I've seen too much crazy bleep in hockey. I've seen bad eight seeds, including my own team, dethrone a Stanley Cup champ and make the Eastern Conference Finals. I've seen it. I got I to gotta let it play. Or as John Jansen likes to say, <laughs> let it play out. Um, David, what are people saying on the ticket text and then the hockey elite? Ha- David, your bat signal for the hockey elite oh. has worked. Good for you. Love it. We've already beat Boston in Boston this season. Bring it on. <laughs> I've seen the Wings raise four cups. This isn't the Lions. I'm not designed to be satisfied with a moral victory. First round exit from Alex. Okay, only thing about that, Alex, I understand where you're coming from, but there's been a factory reset. Okay? You're a long way away from the four cups that the Wings won. Just saying. And it's the first year of what will be, we presume, a prolonged Stanley Cup window. Right. This is the reboot. You know how every now and then they come out with the new Batman. It's forget about the last movies you saw. It's a new Batman. I think you, I, I just, you know why I can't let it go either. I think you're going to catch the Leafs. The Leafs have a 70 year track record of when pressure is applied, get the diaper. You push on that bladder. Bad things happen with Maple Leafs. They just can't hold their water. Love the honesty from this next text. I would have taken that deal a few weeks ago, but not now. They might very well lose against Florida or maybe Boston, the Rangers in the game seven, but I'm taking the risk on how this team is playing yes. now. Yes. Love that. Let's go to the people. Let's let Vinny bat lead off on a Wednesday. Vincenzo, what's going on, buddy? Mike, I'm with you this way 100%. This team is a machine. They're playing like they did when they won back-to-back. Four lines, everybody's doing their job. And we don't have all big names. We're what where are we? How many got almost how many guys with ten goals or more? There's nobody in there with thirty, forty goals. It's just an all out team effort. I They're think you machine. got thirteen guys with uh, at least ten goals. Yep, and then what Gossiper or whatever, he was one away now. I mean, our defense is scoring. I mean, we're running at all cylinders. Mind you, we could run into a thing where we'll lose a few games, but this team's found themselves. They know who they are. If yeah, you and I, after the game, the guy's talking. And I think it's just they're, they're a tough team. It, 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 and Vinny, look, it, it's hard when you're in the moment to know whether it's real. You're, you're basing some of it on what you want to be true. And then, yes, a lot of it is just what you're watching and what you're seeing. They look like a team that is more than just a cute story. They look like a team... That if 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 you asked playoff the elite, if you asked the Rangers, if you asked the Bruins, if you asked Florida, you know, of those others, who would you not want to see? It's you. It's you. They'd rather play the Lightning. They'd rather play the Devils. I like this team, even if you looked at a goal differential basis, which by no means is absolute, but your goal differential is far more in line with a team that is not a wild card team than a team that is. And you're playing you're the right. best hockey of anybody. You're at a 27 right now. Yeah, you're right. You're balanced. You're playing better. What did we talk about, too? And again, I may be overreacting. 
Rico. I don't think you are. The two playoff style victories, the OT win against Chicago, lower scoring, tighter checking, Hollywood movie, and the 2-1 game against Colorado, those stick out to me. Those are the games you got to win if you're going to win A, down the stretch, and B, if you're going to win a series. I don't know, man. If Kenny's guy arrives in town, <laughs> if Kenny Cott lands us the Goudis, I don't know. Wait, maybe that's what Kenny is at. Recruiting Goudis? Kenny is working behind the scenes. Stevie gave him the call and said, Kenny, go get your brother. Boiled shrimp. <laughs> Let's go to Joe, 97.1. Joseph, how you doing, buddy? Michael, how are you, sir? Good. What's on your mind? I've been waiting to talk hockey since October 1st with you, and I'll tell you what, the last 20 minutes of being on hold has been the best time of my life, <laughs> listening to you guys talk, listening to the caller just call in. I am absolutely jacked. I was there last night. I'm a season ticket holder. The crowd was nuts. Everybody was high-fiving each other for eight goals, two, three rows behind you, two, three rows in front of you. I'm not on board with Rico. I'm with you. I think this team has depth. Rico talked about it. The most goals in the league by different players, that's almost at 10, 13 or 14 skaters have got Spurs scores again. Um, Saturday, the NH, the um, – primetime game on national television talked about it they're scared pk suban said it they as of last night i think they're at 83 goals by players that were not on the team last year which is the most in the nhl alex lyon is extremely comfortable in net james reimer when it's his job to come in and fill in extremely comfortable in net are we going to get Huso back? No one knows. Is Edvidson going to get called up? No one knows. Is Marco Casper, who's lighting it up in the AHL, going to get called up? No one knows. But, Mike, I'm on board with you, dude. First round, I think whoever we play is going to be scared. And I think we're going to do, like you talked about earlier, a team like St. Louis, who was the worst team in the league January 6th and won the Cup. Mm-hmm. I think that's the Detroit Red Wings. Mm-hmm of 2023-2024, and the last thing I'm going to say, and then I'll hang up and listen, I don't think Steve's going to make a move at the deadline, and my reason for it is this. The chemistry in the locker room is there. Everybody's getting along. David Perron, strong voice. Your decor, when you have to sit Olimata because you have too many D guys, that says something. When you have guys in the system down below that are hungry and ready to come up, but you can't bring them up, that says something. Rico mentioned it, all the depth. I don't think Stevie Y is going to make a move at the trade deadline. I really don't. Joe, you may be right. All I know is this, this locker room is doing everything in their power to push him towards maybe doing it. Now, again, if the right deal's not out there, we know he won't make it. He is not going to do something Correct. desperate. He's not going to do something. Smartest man in the room. He, well, he's yeah, not working out of desperation. And he's not going to make a desperation move. He didn't make desperation moves in Tampa Bay. And no. look what they did. They went out and won three cups with him. He's not going to do anything stupid in Detroit. He's been building this. This is his legacy. This is how he is going to retire his jersey in the Raptors as the captain and as the general manager. And I think whether it's obviously the deadline will be tougher to do it, but this summer, I think this summer, let's say what you say is true, Joe, this summer will be the splash. 
You know how this guy rolls. This summer will be the splash. Yep. He'll make the, Just like the, it was last year. Right. He'll make a quintessential Steve Eiserman move. It'll be for a big name. It'll be for a player with term. But they'll make a Stanley Cup move this summer if they don't do it at the deadline. That's what he does. God, I want them to win a couple more games in a row. <laughs> just, 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 I want to cement that they're getting in. And then I, I do. I want to just let it roll. I'm excited to, to see this play out because we haven't had it. We just haven't, Rico. And look, if Scott Harris would get off his ass, God, there's a chance Tigers get off to a decent April for once in their lives. This division's up for grabs. Wish they'd go out and get a damn bat. Just saying, man, it's been a long time since you were able to roll into, you know, one playoff to the next playoff series. It's been a while since we had April and D, isn't it? Yeah. Go to Ian, 97.1. What's up, Ian? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Always afternoon. a pleasure. How are you? Talking hockey. Last, great. Uh, last February, March. Three things, guys. I think people aren't really looking at right now with the Red Wings. I love where they're at. Don't get me wrong. If you told me in the beginning of the year, would they be running for a, a wild card playoff position or a playoff position? I, I'd probably tell you no. But I think the three biggest things they did and one thing they need to do, I love when they got Alex to break it. Oh, my gosh. That was amazing. Patrick Kane is the steal right now for the Red Wings. You got a veteran presence in the locker room, a Stanley Cup winner who can take the young guys under his wing and say, okay, this is what we got to do in the playoffs. I don't know if you guys have mentioned this or not. I really feel they need another defenseman, a top tier defenseman to really buckle down on the penalty kill and the power play. I think they need that. I don't really think they need any more goal scoring. Obviously, you know, you're putting eight up against the Capitals. But at the same token, last year, guys, do we remember we were talking and how the Red Wings couldn't win the big game against, like, let's say, Colorado in overtime or Chicago in overtime, a game that you're like, oh, they're going to probably lose that one in overtime. This year, they're winning those games in overtime and winning the close games and the games that they need to win. And, and they mentioned it earlier on the uh, show before you guys. The Red Wings only play eight games against teams that are in the playoff race or in the playoffs. So if you really want to make a statement, you got to win the games against the teams you're supposed to win, do your best and win the games against the teams that are actually in the playoff race. And then maybe we're not talking necessarily wild card. We're talking a number two or three in the division. If it's not, it's okay because I really feel they could beat Boston in a seven-game series. They could beat the Panthers in the game in a seven-game series. I'm not sure about the Rangers right now, guys, but I would say if you told me today we're playing the Boston Bruins in a seven-game series, we're beating them. Okay, that's a big statement. I don't have a – Ian, I'm willing to have fun with it, and I'm not going to get mad at anybody. That's a big statement to say you're going to beat them. I'm willing to take the chance. I'm willing to say, hey, we can get this. And by the way, yes, we have said it. It was a big conversation earlier in the week. Kenny Cott was with us. Probably a second-line pairing defenseman that's got a little bit of um, bleep and vinegar. Sandpaper is what he called it. So we settled on his look-alike, Radko Gudis. A Kenny Cott look-alike, angrier version of Kenny Cott, is nasty. And you pair him, and maybe that becomes Evanson's partner in the future. And he's got some term. You could probably get him a little cheaper because he makes $4 bucks. That was our suggestion. Again, Kenny's thrown out other names. Hannafin, some of these. The bottom line is you need someone. Someone who's a little more ready out of the box, ready for the playoff war. I wouldn't mind it, but I'm not going to scream and yell if they don't do it. 
This isn't like the Tigers. It's far different. Now, if the Tigers are in it, and it's the deadline, and they don't do anything, that's a different one. Because guess what they didn't do? What if They, they didn't do anything in the offseason either. Hold on. What if they attempt to do something, but the deal gets nixed at the last second? Does that count? Yeah, as long as it's not the GM getting played like a fiddle again. <laughs> David, ticket text. We'll get to the people. We're talking wings right now. A demolition last night of the Caps. Two points back of the Leafs. They lost to Vegas. Six-game winning streak, the first of its kind under Iserman. And a year ago, it was a six-game losing streak. So Rico's offered a deal. Guarantee you make the playoffs. Guarantee you win two home playoff games, but you do lose the series in six. I've turned the deal down. I'm just willing to risk it for the biscuit. Did you I, even consider it, or it was just an instant turndown? Every game is close. I know. I'll even be willing to throw in. I'll take it to seven. But you don't get out of the series. You lose game seven, one to nothing. Oh, God. I can't. I don't think I can. I maybe. And I'll let you win every game at LCA. Wow. Joe Bucks for all. No, I, I I might be a victim of the moment, but I think they have the ability. Here's the thing. If this was basketball, it would be a different take. <laughs> if this was basketball, I would be drunk. Right. <laughs> I'm saying that in the NHL, the the the, the wild cards and the lower seeded team, man, they win. Yeah. It, it's it puck luck. I gotta let it roll. Uh let's go to Steve, 97 1. Stevie, how you doing, buddy? What's up, guys? How you doing? Excellent. Hey, uh, before I get to my point, uh, I just want to thank you guys real quick. I called in a couple of weeks ago talking about sending Jared Goff. I had a request. Thank you for the Wojo's Dip song. It's delicious. D -d delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's incredibly stupid, but we love that song. So uh, you're welcome. Yes, and Mike, since that last call, I hope you listened to the rest of the side of maybe uh, I certainly celebrate the entire of it. Uh-oh. Hold on, hold on. Hey, Steve, Steve, Steve? Yep. Okay, keep, uh, we're about to put you on hold, but it seems like you're okay now. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. All right, so anyways, guys, I have the splash that you're talking about for the offseason, and I'll get to it in a second, but I've been asking for you guys to hang up your car flags since the beginning of January, and I'm on Amazon ready to buy my fifth one right now. Rico, I'm telling you, man, underselling them at two wins. This team can absolutely win on the road because their defense is playing much better. And most cider is ascending to a close to Norris Trophy candidate. Maybe not this year, but he will for the entirety of next year. And no, I'm no, and Steve, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm not, I'm not selling them short. I'm saying that they're not gonna remain this hot for the rest of the season. Eventually, they're gonna start losing some games. So I'm saying, you can lock it in right here, right now. I've even sweetened a deal. But we're to a game seven. You lose game seven, one nothing. For sure. All right. That's, that's fair. That's fair. But maybe you might even change your perspective with this. I mean, what happens the next couple of games, uh, maybe they make a trade, and can we resurrect a let's get a power forward in Detroit trade uh, discussions again like we used to have? Oh, boy. In, De in December, remember when Larkin was hurt for six games and they played abysmally, but how much better in the standings would this team be if he didn't miss six games? Or well, how about this? Many games missed, two, how about six? How about when we and, were one step from having Roberto between the pipes, the goaltending oh injuries, God. and that roulette they were playing? I mean, there's been a stabilization there, too. No, you're you're right. Well, when I called in earlier, Roberto did tell me his favorite live ACDC album. So thank you for that, Roberto. But also, 
I, uh, I want to say, you know, how much better would we be in the standings? And furthermore, the team only has to go 14 and nine, I think, the rest of the way to make 100 points. When earlier in the season, at the beginning of the season, we were wondering if they could make 90. So who knows? Depth yeah. scoring is the key to this team. And, and I'll get to that, that addition for the offseason in just a second. But depth scoring, nobody's being asked to do beyond what they can handle or have the skill set to do other than Larkin. Raymond, who has absolutely elevated into a star, the Cat and Kane, who's really asked to be doing a lot of scoring? I mean, who really needs to be that quote-unquote in terms of scoring second-line center? And Comfort is filling his role. Every, nobody is asking Joe Valeno to ascend to the second-line center role like many have projected him to be when he got drafted, and we're doing the same with the development of our prospects. So it's a very balanced score sheet. But think about this. In the offseason, guys. Yeah, give me the splash. You know, give me the sizzle. There's some rumors that he has. Uh, he's not going well in, tra- in uh, the contract negotiations, and they're not going to trade him during a Stanley Cup run. But he's known to have loved the Red Wings, and I believe he's been seen in University of Michigan gear. Oh, no. Elias Patterson. Oh, boy. See, now you're going to get Kenny's gears going. Steve, all I can tell you is Kenny. this. If I have to hear another thing about Patterson in the office – from Kenny in these dream sequences. Oh, thank God he's sick today. Not that we're happy he's sick. We're saying if he were here, it would have been a t- you and him would have done the show till six. Steve, I- oh, yeah, it'll be a fever dream. I'll just need to make sure one thing before I get on any show. Please make sure that he watches those Rocky movies. I marathoned them all this weekend, except for five. That one stinks. So please make sure he watches. Uh, we that. try. We have a list. Yeah. Steve appreciates. It's only like an hour and a half long. And, I know. And four may be the cheesiest movie that you just can't stop watching. Throw the damn towel. Um, the montage that leads to a montage. Where he's being followed by the KGB. No, no, no. Where well, he tires. starts off driving in his car around oh, yeah. Philly. Yeah, oh, that's. And then he's over there. But at no point did anybody realize, hey, Adrian, did you leave the kid at the house with the robot? By himself Rico calls, at Christmas. Rico's calling Child Protective <laughs> Services on Adrian. Uh, Justin gets the last word, and we go football top of the hour. Justin, go right ahead. Hey, guys. How you doing? First-time caller. Welcome. Hey, um, I'm actually I'm from Detroit. I live in Denver uh, for the last, like, five years, so I got tickets to go to the, uh, the game on next Wednesday, so can't wait nice. for that. Um, I just got to say that this is the best Wings team I've seen in probably like the last like 12 years here. Um, honest to God, I mean, seeing the Wings tonight, Can't do that. I don't know if you're going up in a space shuttle or what's going on. That's unbelievable. I couldn't hear him. Yesterday, I would have said he had his window down. Justin, I apologize. We couldn't hear you. Like, you got swallowed up in some sonic boom. I don't know what happened there. David, a few ticket texts. I hope Justin's okay because uh, it sounded like he disappeared into the game. Yeah, I was the plane was taken off. Or I thought he, like, yesterday, okay, it's 72 degrees. The window was open. He drove past a truck. Today, there's snow. Windows shouldn't be open. Godspeed. He went into the Matrix. It was yeah. weird. David. Uh, wings ain't the Lions. We don't hang banners for playoff appearances. <laughs> Not taking that deal. Uh, no deal, as Mike said. I think the Wings are a lock to make the playoffs. My $100 bet at the beginning of the season depends on it. That is Dennis NAP. Perfect. Someone says, shockingly, I am with Mike on this one. I think this team can win in the playoffs with a hot goalie. Anything can happen. Just look at Florida last year. Why Ryan is it NAP. shocking? That is my question. <laughs> Rico's deal is the equivalent of kissing your sister. 
settle for two wins at home and lose the series. I don't care if it takes seven games. I want four wins. Okay. Listen. No, no, because I think I I'll always respect fans who demand more. What I don't respect primarily right now is Lions fans. Because many of you are behaving like bathwater drinking lemmings. So I, I, we are, I don't know, 15 minutes away. I'm going to see if I can give you some religion. And you need to put your little thinking caps on. And your Lord and Savior, Bradley Holmes, won't be there to save you. You have to answer it for yourself. So we're going to have some fun top of the hour. A little football today next. Sound good? Let's do it. All right. We'll get back to the wings a little later. Well, Michael, David, what do you have today? What type of ball breaking are you going to embark on here? What do you mean ball breaking? These are always difficult questions from you. Go ahead. No, they're not, Mike. Here's this. The overall grades from the NFL Players Association survey came out. The grades on the owners were quite interesting. From the Players Association? From the Players Association. They did a survey, and you got to say who you like and all the different venues. But when they did one on just the owners and who you liked and who you didn't like, getting an A-plus were two teams. Would you two like to guess? I would assume the Hunts got an A-plus, Kansas City. I would say the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you're both wrong, but David is closer. Uh, the- you, see, you see why I don't want to play? Look what he just did there. Look what he just did there. Chair in the spine. Go ahead. You know what? Remember what you just said, because it's going to be a lot funnier in a few minutes. <sighs> the Miami Dolphins and the Minnesota Vikings. Really? Both got A plus from the NFLPA. A's included Eagles, Broncos, Ravens, Jags. Jags? Yeah. Yeah, I Shad Khan spends. And Packers. Okay, that's fascinating to me. A minus? Bills, 49ers, Falcons. What? Wow. Okay, then. B plus, Texans, Titans, Bears, Saints, Raiders. Want to guess the last team? No, I don't. Go ahead. Chiefs. No. I quit. <laughs> Why did I ask you and not David? John Mara? Whatever. Go ahead, David. Do your dance. No need. No need. No need. <laughs> and at a B, Cowboys, Browns. This is shocking. Commanders. Wait, where are the Lions? Where are the Chiefs? Where are the Niners? At Niners what is going no, on Niners here? Niners would be minus. Okay. I, uh, Niners would be minus. What is going on here? Lions and Jets are a B minus. Steelers. Chiefs. Man. Steelers. You're an F. What? The Rooney's got an F? But wait, there's There's more. more. At an F minus, not that there's even a real grade, the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. Yeah. Clark Hunt must just be a horrible human being. Unmatched success. They take care of their players. I I was just shocked. Now, is there any... Uh, color provided with this. Is there any, like, do we understand any of why he's an F minus? It's just a survey. They, uh, you know, with surveys, few people do write out why they feel that way. When you take a survey, we haven't gotten those answers yet, but right now 
Overall, wow. The overall grades from the NFLPA, Dolphins finished at number one. Um, Packers finished Vikings, Packers, Eagles, Jags, Niners, Texans, Giants finished at eight, Raiders, Bears, Lions finished at 13th, Steelers finished at 28th, and the Commanders finished at 32, Chiefs 31. I'm in shock. I don't know what to say. Yeah. But it also shows you the inaccuracies of stuff like this. I mean, the Giants right now, one of the worst organizations in football. They're awful. They have no plan. The ownership is spineless. And yet here they are like this shining example of what a team should be. Seriously, they've played in MetLife Stadium since 2010. They're yet to host a home playoff game. Like, you want me to believe they're one of the top 10 organizations in the league? According to this, yeah, they're yeah. trying to teach the Lions how to be a That's good organization. That's a bunch of Ruslav Gudis. <laughs> so apparently I'm looking at this. They were promised, the Chiefs were promised a new locker room. Two years ago, never received it. And the reason why they never received it was because they kept winning going later in the season. They said they had no time to build the new locker room. So they made promises they couldn't keep. Oh, boy. All right, listen, I was just surprised. That's all. I was, too. Um, Green Bay's GM comes out, throws some shade. We kind of talked about this yesterday, saying, wait, we don't raise banners here. At what point is it okay to celebrate a divisional title? And at what point do you kind of say we don't do that anymore? Asking for a friend, looking at you, Detroit. Huh? Being that you come from, you follow the Steelers, you follow the Giants. At what point do you say, yeah, that's nice, bigger fish to fry? I think after you've you've won a Super Bowl, I think it's totally fine for the Lions to do what they've done. You're responsible to your fan base. You're responsible to your history. I think for the Lions to begin putting banners up in the ra- in the rafters when you haven't won a division in 30 years, it is special. And I think winning the division is always special because it means you're going to the playoffs, and it means you're getting a home playoff game. Like, I don't have a problem with it. If the Packers want to be, you I know, don't either. Aloof. But- Fine, but here's what I'd caution the Packers on. How many Super Bowls did Aaron Rodgers bring you? I don't, how, how many I, Super Bowls no. you got since Bart Starr? Like, take it easy now. I like the fact that they came out and said that because, to me, it, it is sparking that rivalry. That's what you need. Just some organic stuff. This isn't fake. This is, oh, you got a divisional time. Good for you. Yeah, we'll send you a dozen roses. Um huh. Play a little game. Would you keep your your current quarterback or consider trading up in the draft? Let's hear it. We'll start off with Minnesota. Would you try to keep Kirk Cousins yes. or would you try to move up in the draft? I do everything in my power to keep Cousins because the cost to move up has already been established. That if they want to move up to take one of what is viewed as the premium quarterbacks, it will cost three first round picks to move to number three. Um. I would try to keep Kirk Cousins. And Kevin O'Connell came out yesterday. It was like your dream. O'Connell came out and was like, I love Kirk Cousins. I'll have his babies. Just please come back and be my quarterback. <laughs> it's everything you want the Lions to do with Goff. O'Connell's like, I'll, I'll, I'll draw a hot bath for him. Okay. So I would keep Cousins. I understand what you're saying, but they're about to pay a receiver over $20 million a year, so I'm going with trading up for quarterback. All right, can, can, can I caution you something? Though? Sure. We, we got to stop with this all. Oh, my God, they've paid one person. The salary cap is north of a quarter of a billion and only going to keep going up. 
Let's all just calm down. I just believe in Jaden Daniels, so that's why I'm saying that. Right, but you got to give up three first-round picks to go get him. That's tough, David. Go ahead, Rico. Raiders. I, if you're the Raiders, you should be turning tricks on the corner to get a quarterback. <laughs> like, whatever it takes. Take the day shift at the at the dirty dollar. Uh, you know, do whatever it takes. There's the Raiders reenacting full metal jacket scene. Anything. <laughs> Long time. I do whatever whatever it takes for a quarterback. I Rico, I would move up and go get one. Here come the Raiders at your local trust stop. Right. I'm just gonna say trade up. That's that now I'll leave it there. Raiders are gonna take up residence at the Bunny Ranch. I, whatever it takes. The Patriots. Currently sitting at three. No, oh, I'm taking a quarterback at three. No, no, but are you trading up? No, 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 no. You're just going to be happy Here's with why. the third pick. I think you can be happy with the third pick because they have over $100 million in cap space. Let that sink in for a second. $100 million in cap space. A new regime. Remember, I, the money's not real. Right, which means the 100 is actually like a billion. Gotcha. Uh, I just, I would sit there, and again, I think Drake May is going to fall to them, and I like Drake May. My perspective I'm good. I think they'll get the second best quarterback because Caleb Williams is still good and going number one. So, oh, I see what you did. Well, that's a shot. All right, real quick. That's a shot. Denver. Trade Settle up there. Stay there. Stay there with Russ. Yep. Okay. No. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Right. New ownership. Who didn't pay Russ? And and Sean Payton was his own quarterback. They hired Payton. Yeah. They gave him the keys to the castle. Russ has got to go, and I want to welcome in your new quarterback, Bo Nix. I, I can't have Not Russell. J.J. No, it's going to well, be I J.J. Uh, J.J. won't be there. Oh. He ain't going to be there. I I think J.J.'s going somewhere in the top ten. We'll talk about that in another blitz. That's fine. I Here's what I would say to you. A, B, R. Anyone but Russ. Okay. I want to end this on a different type of story. Sometimes some people just can't escape the headlines. Like, it was Antonio Brown for a while. No matter what, he was always there. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Tyreek Hill has entered the chat. Don't know if you've heard the latest bit of news, but Tyreek Tyreek Hill is being sued because he apparently tackled a woman as they were doing drills in his backyard and broke her leg. The woman, Sophie Hall, is an influencer, model, actor, and she claims... Wait, he was running a three-cone drill? In his backyard. Wait, here's how here's how it all happened. Okay. Sophie Hall had a kid. The kid was going to one of Tyreek Hill's camps. Is it one of Tyreek's kids? It wasn't. Okay. But after registering the son, Tyreek slid into her DMs, allegedly, meaning... He reached out to her. Next thing you know, they're in Tyreek's backyard. <laughs> they're running some drills. She got the be- she put a juke move on Tyreek. No, 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 no. He got angry and then tackled her the very next time, breaking her leg, and now she is suing. I okay. 
I'm, Hill, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm done. It, She's just, an idiot. No to all of it. And and I there has to be she is a behind the music. She's Tyreek Hill made. She's six foot one. She allegedly she pushed down Tyreek Hill backwards, drawing laughter from the group of people who watched it, including Tyreek's trainer, mother, and sister. Oh my god! And then Tyreek came back on the next drill, tackled her so hard she broke her leg. Guys, I'm just here for the content. I got nothing. <laughs> I am not adding anything. I'm just going to tell you that's football today. And Tyreek Hill needs help. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I started the show with this uh, saying, look, 3 o'clock, I I need all the bathwater drinkers to just line up for me. All the ass kissers, the enablers, the sycophants. The people who aren't smart enough to think for themselves and they just do this, well, if it's good enough for Brad, it's good enough for me. I don't get sports fans like you because you take the fun out of everything. What the hell is this whole wait and see thing? That's not why we like sports. You know, this show led the charge. You win the division, you win the playoff game. And I also told you you probably weren't going to like what came out of the speakers after the loss to San Francisco, which is the following. We're in a Super Bowl window which means you got to do Super Bowl things. It's like when David had his 17th kid. You have to do adult, responsible dad things. That David can't just go out and party and do whatever he wants to do. You're in your Super Bowl window. What I don't accept is the smartest guy in the room, we're just going to draft, develop, and pay our own guys. We're risk-averse. No risk it, no biscuit. I've highlighted how the other Super Bowl teams do it. It's a pattern. It's real. I think it's silly to fight it. So what I'm going to present to you, while you guys all pour a nice mason jar full of Brad Holmes bathwater, 
what, what I'm going to do is present something, and you need to tell me why you wouldn't do it. And it needs to be legitimate. It can't be, well, I, I love Brad. That's fine. I think we all like Brad Holmes. We all think Brad Holmes is good at what he does. But what I have said to you from the beginning is I don't think when you get near the mountaintop, having a quiet offseason is the way that you reach summit. So this shouldn't be a surprise. So here's the player in question. And a multitude of reports have led us here. So <clears throat> I said it jokingly for the last few weeks, Legereus Sneed. Corner for Kansas City. They picked him in the fourth round four years ago. He's turned into a superstar. Now they've put the franchise tag on. But here's what the reality of it is. They're open to trading him. And he is free to talk to other teams to procure a deal. And the Chiefs have the right, since they are his current employer, um, they can give him that deal or they can trade him. Smart people around the league think if they are offered as much as a second-round pick, uh, they will trade him. They just don't have the money. You know, you pay your quarterback half a billion, it's hard to have the money. You pay your tight end, you know, whatever Kelsey makes. You pay Chris Jones 30 a pop. It adds up. So Legereus Sneed has the ability to receive a phone call, his reps, and you can put a hypothetical deal out there. So here's the player I'm talking about, because I'm not a star bleeper. This is about results. Sneed is 27, not 29, not 30, not 32. He's in his prime. He's played four years of football, Rico. He gave up exactly one touchdown as the nearest man in coverage last year. One. One. For a team that played, what, 22 football games? 70% of the time, he lines up across from the other team's number one wide receiver. One time last year, did that player catch more than two passes? One. In four years, Legereus Sneed has 10 interceptions and 46 PBUs. That's a ton if you need a translator. A ton. He plays on a team that is blitz-heavy with Steve Spagnola which means oftentimes you got to make your own dinner. You're on your own. Gee, sounds an awful like Aaron Glenn's scheme, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Then you factor in the following. Oh, and by the way, Super Bowl pedigree. So you can't act like this dude's a born loser or something. If you pull up the Lions, and I think this is what's interesting, total cap allocations. Now, while I, you can't use this as gospel, but let's work in a, a loose framework that these are the general numbers that will be available. We know you have the eighth most cap space in football this year. You're in an advantage position. Next year, do you know the commitments you have for next year in 2025? If the cap only went up 5%. Forget about the, the zany bucks they were handing out this year. Let's say the cap just went to 260 next year. So you don't get the uh, gambling money. No, let's just say it goes 260. Do you know how much you got on the books for next year? 25? 117 million. You know what you got for 26? 49 million. And I won't even tell you about 2027 because the number is actually what's in Kenny's wallet. It's $18. <laughs> Don't play this game with me, that we are somehow poor 
Or if we paid Legereus Sneed, we cannot function. Or there wouldn't be money for Aiden. Or what about Amon I was about to say, yeah, what about all the... No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You're in a beautiful cap situation. So I want you to remind me again. Here, talk into my good ear. Tell me why I shouldn't want the Lions to pick up the phone offer pick 61, and offer 5 at 95 for Legereus Sneed. Tell me why. Give me one legitimate reason. Tell me. It's not a first-round pick. No one around the league thinks the Chiefs are getting a first-rounder for him. You can talk to the player or his reps. You can get a sense of what we're doing here. Now, if you want to tell me, listen, I went to high school with Legereus and he's the worst human being to ever be born... Matt, okay, different conversation. I'm making a point to you. He is a lead corner, day one, lockdown, and now Cameron Sutton, I can give him all the help he needs. We're good. Because what will happen is, because I heard actually Doug and Scott as I was driving in, kind of roughly talking about this. For some, they want the volume. They would rather take three Cam Suttons than one Snead because if Snead gets hurt. Oh, my dear baby Jesus. Then you risk it all for you're You're yeah. the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. You're right. How did that work out with you? Man. You're the you're Lions right. with Mosley where you play two snaps and then you're done. Please don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that's me. I'm telling you, be prepared. No, you know what that is? Because that's spineless jellyfish. Oh, hell, don't even think about tomorrow. You could die in your sleep tonight. I'm going to tell you the main reason why you should jump all over this deal if you're the Detroit Lions. Or just try. You have to start thinking bigger. And thinking bigger is, what if you have to face the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Guess what color jersey Snead is wearing? Yours, not theirs. So now he takes away their top receiver. Now he is helping you. By weakening them. That's why you should go after this. Because it's taking away their strength to add to what you need. And absolutely. If I simply said, guys, you could have an all-pro, a real all-pro corner for a second-round pick. Who says no? Because that's what Mike is offering. I would be willing to say you could have pick 29. If you... If that could take some money off, you take the 29th pick overall, and I'm still going to take Snead. He's going to help you in a division where you're going to have to go up against Jefferson, in a division where you're going to have big-time receivers, in a year where you're going to have to play Dallas. Last time I checked, Dallas has a pretty good receiver in CeeDee Lamb, right? Yeah. You're going to have to go up against the Niners. Oh, they, they got Debo, right? Okay. You're going to have to play against top teams, the Rams. They got a couple of them. He can take one on one. Justin Jefferson, DJ Moore. Packers have 10 different guys. Right. I I, I want to hear it. No, no. Where, I, where are all the lemmings? Where are all the people who get so butthurt because we sit here and we just don't drink the bathwater and go, look, I love the way Brad Holmes drafts, but we also need to get involved in free agency. I don't think it's good enough to have a quiet offseason. Here's what's going to happen. Go ahead. Where, where is everybody? Well, you can't hear me in the back? You're or not, did I just make a case that's so GD compelling 
and you don't have your talking points to refer to, you don't know what to do. It's like when Roberto gets in an argument. You just begin stammering and staring at the floor. Because here's what will happen. He'll end up going to a team, and you're going to be like, oh, my God, how did the Dolphins, how did the Eagles? How they have the money. Right. How, how did the Niners end up with him? That's not fair. That's not right. Well, you got the money now. My point is this. If you can't come to a deal, if he wants something ridiculous, if the Chiefs pay him, if the Chiefs demand a first, guess what? You walk away. But I have always said the same thing. Show me you tried, and I can offer you my understanding. I can't get mad if people don't want to do something okay. or if the things they want don't align with us. What do they have, four or five picks in the top 100? They have four. Four. Okay. If they want a first, give them your first. You still got three, and you got Snead. You mean to tell me pick 29 ain't worth Ladarius Snead? It is. Let me help you out with that. You get rid of it, and now you have three picks in the top 100 and an all-pro corner locked down for the next four yeah. years. And again, every week. You could put Snead on the other team's number one. Every week, he's essentially going to take them out of the game. It's going to help your pass rush because, look, quarterbacks are going to have to go to their second and third read. It's going to allow you to help Sutton make him better. <laughs> and you can still go into this draft and draft another corner, bring an understudy along. Cam Sutton ain't going to be here after next year. I wonder if uh, Lions fans don't feel this way for a certain reason. I'll tell you that next. What a tease. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I popped in during a commercial break, and I said, Doug. You're doing the Lord's work. He goes, what do you mean? I said, how do you not flip the F out on these idiots? He had a caller named Dick. Guy called in. Guy was a moron. A certified moron. And I give Doug credit. He just sat there and he said, old Dicky boy, listen, you know, respectfully. And, well, I hear what you're saying. I said, Doug, how do you not hit that man with a chair? Then he had another guy call him. May as well have been Uncle Lenny. Oh, well. Big name player didn't work out for the Jets, did it there, Sonny boy? And I'm like, wow, you found one example. How about Tom Brady with the Bucks? How'd that go? Like, 
you're an idiot. And I said, Doug, how do you do it? And then I told him exactly what my plan was. No, I was taking a different approach. I wanted to challenge these people with research, with numbers, with data, and to make a comprehensive case so that you don't have to waste my time and pick up the phone and then have me hit you with a 50-pound weight over the face. So why don't you tell me again why we can't pick up the phone and at least try? I'll say it again. No one in the league believes he's getting a first-round pick. Kansas City is more open to dealing this player than you know. He needs to find a deal commiserate with making Kansas City deal. You know what I compare it to? What the Pistons could have done with Cam Johnson. You could have made the Nets choke this summer to where they couldn't have signed him. They got all the data in the back rooms. If I offer five at 95 and Kansas City matches, no harm, no foul. If I offer five at 95 and Kansas City's willing to trade, we have a deal. What I'm not going to do is, well, I need five at 110 or 120. No, thank you. We're good. I'm going to offer you and make you one of the highest paid corners in football. And I'll trade pick 61 to get you. Here's what I have. That's it. No, it's it, it, to me, it reminds me of when the Eagles went out and got A.J. Brown. And like, wow, how did that happen? They asked. They just picked up the phone. How'd the said, Niners get McCaffrey? You picked they up asked. the phone. Yeah. You want to make this thing happen? Okay. Tyreek Hill, guess what? You're going to Miami. For the Lions fans, I think it's a couple of things. One, they're not used to this. It's it's because nobody ever wanted to come to Detroit. They didn't. Detroit was a punishment. Detroit was a place that, you know, the opposing team would say, okay, keep, keep messing with me and I'll trade you to Detroit. Now Detroit's the hot thing, but they don't realize that yet. The other, Mike, is I wonder if fans have gotten to the point where you're thinking to yourself, well, we beat the Chiefs with him on there, so why do we need him? Because he didn't stop us from going into Kansas City and t- ruining their ring ceremony. Did you do that in week one or week 22? I did it in week one. Okay, it's not the same thing. I, just, I'm sorry to break your fantasy. Just saying. Okay, David, you've been eerily silent. Tell me, where am I off base? Tell me how it's wrong for me to say, don't you want to see him try? No. If you can't get it done, if it's unrealistic, if Kansas City, that's immaterial to what we're talking about right here, right now. Because here's what will happen. Real quick, David, somebody else is going to make this deal. Somebody else is going to pick up the phone, and you're going to be shocked because you're going to say, how did this team find the money? Like, all of a sudden, he's a Green Bay Packer. Or a Philadelphia Eagle. No, no, He stays in the He's a Green Bay Packer. What just happened here? How did the Packers get him? Even worse, what if he's a bear and they put him opposite Jalen Johnson? Okay, all righty. So I'm just making a point. (laughs) And again, if the Chiefs find a way to get creative, pony up the money, do whatever that, that's not my problem. All I am saying is, for all the people who are calling these other shows on our station and are just, well, you know, whatever Brad wants to do or we don't need a big free agent, it's like, okay, then tell me where I'm wrong. And by the way, we just had a caller hang up, caller Craig. See, this is the best part. You're talking pineapples and you call up about bananas. Oh, go after Chris Jones. That's not the topic, Craig. Because Kansas City's going to lose Sneed to keep Jones. Now you show me a report where Chris Jones had the franchise tag and the team has said you can talk to other teams and procure it and they're probably open to trading him. Guess what we're doing? Go get Chris Jones. Mm -hmm. That's not the topic. 
We don't need to deflect. We don't need to make things up. Tell me why you shouldn't try to get Legereus Sneed. Sorry, I'm not afraid of receipts. You show me not a parade, you can have receipts. Not afraid of injuries? Don't care. It happens. It's football. Your whole season could be over in OTAs. Jared Goff could have a Teddy Bridgewater and his damn leg falls off in a non-contact drill. Mm-hmm. You can't live that oh, no, way. No, I'm with you, Mike. I, I just think that a lot of people around here would rather nitpick, let's go get a bunch of guys on the one-year deal and just kind of Frankenstein this thing together like the Tigers oh, okay, third base. Scott Harris. Go, go, go ahead, David. <laughs> Listen, guys, there's always a possibility that he may oh. not make it to Detroit. Maybe travel, something happens, and he's just, no, look, man. I've always said from the beginning, when the possibility, knowing what Kansas City had to do, I've always said, one of the guys, if they come up, become available, you got to go get them. Well, that guy seems to be now Sneed. Not Jones, it's Sneed. So that's the guy that I think the Lions should go after. If it was Jones, fine. But it's not. The uh, the guy that became available is Sneed, so you go after him. That's a need. It's not like you're just going out there just picking at something you don't need. You need a number one corner. He fits everything that you do. Yes, go after him. Make the phone call. And if they say, oh, well, we want two first-round picks, well, hang, then. Hang up the phone. It is what it is. But you got to make the phone call. If Sneed wants a deal that's not commiserate with the going rate, hang up the phone. See, I don't, I, I'm not unfair with teams. Now, if a report comes out that, like, Legereus Sneed is this horrific human being, we don't have that information. I've never heard anything of that sort. I'm just making a point. I don't think they're going to do anything. I don't think everything Brad Holmes has said, and Doug did a great job with this earlier, totally risk-averse, totally safe, smartest guy in the room. Okay then I think you're going to have a hell of a time winning the Super Bowl. And now I'm not here for that. We're here for the parade. That requires parade moves. Mm-hmm. All right? You got a chance to get one of the best corners in football in the heat of his prime, who also oh, has oh, Super wait, wait, Bowl wait. experience? And here's the thing. You're risking it. You're going for it. And if you don't win the Super Bowl, it doesn't mean that you failed. It means that you tried. And it means you still have an all-pro who would be at yeah. – 28 that's, or 29. That's what I'm sure some people, well, there's no guarantee we're going to win the Super Bowl. You're right. But you're putting yourself in the best position to get there. Last year, you could have used him. Just saying. I don't think the ball bounces off of his face mask in the NFC Championship game. You know what I like about this? This is what I like about this. I like that we open with the wings, full lines, interesting conversation. It's fun, right? I like the fact. See, th- this is good. This is efficiency. I do the topic my way. You know what I don't invite to the airwaves? Morons. Oh, what do you think you know? No, I don't know everything. I get plenty of things wrong. I'm just not wrong about this. I'm not wrong about you should want more for your team. And you should demand more from your team. You didn't win anything last year. You didn't win the Super Bowl. I think the problem with a lot of you guys is You went up thinking there was no shot the girl was going to say yes, and now she has, and you have no idea what to do. I don't know where to take her. I don't know where to go. What do I wear? Right, you're here. She was supposed to turn me down. Margot Robbie (laughs) said yes. Now, where would you like to go Saturday night? Pick a day. Yeah, pick someplace and uh, pick me up. (laughs) And you're Kenny. I don't know what to do. I'm sick. (laughs) We'll get to a couple of calls. We'll get to some ticket texts. (laughs) 
That's a cheap shot. Next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Jimmy Jam, what's going on, buddy? Hey, fellas, good to uh, good to talk to you. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm I'm right with you, Mike. We got to go all in. I mean, come on, we got a closing window, maybe two to three years to to make this happen. What are we sitting on our hands for? We got to pick up the phone. We got to find out if Steed can can make his way over here. If we erase seven points off of a handful of the games last year, our record would be better. We'd be we'd be Super Bowl champions. Let's get this guy. Let's go. Well, and Jimmy, here's the thing. And it's part of why I phrased the question the way I did. I need people to tell me why not. I've given a million reasons why. And if we're talking about foundational pieces, this is one. This is a guy in his prime at age 27. And stylistically, it would seem to work. Like, tell me again why. But because what we've set up, Jimmy. What's being set up in this town is that Brad Holmes doesn't have to do anything, and that's totally okay. And I can't figure that out. When you look at the Niners, the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Bills, the Eagles, the Super Bowl-caliber teams, look at how they're getting there and staying there. Safe and sound and risk-averse is not a part of that. Exactly. Winners winners take risks. And and could Snead get injured? Absolutely, man. But but so could golf, like you mentioned. So could Gibbs. So right. Could, you, you, uh, could, you could you could open training camp. Right. You could open training camp and Panay Sewell's legs could fall apart. Like I mean, it's Jimmy. It's football. I mean, I heard a guy call Doug Scott's show and go, "What about Aaron Rodgers?" I'm like, "You're dumb. <laughs> I can't do this." Yes, one example of a player dying four plays into a season. Let's roll with that as a reason to never try. <laughs> hey, heard of car accidents? Guess you're never driving again. You know, don't go on planes anymore because once in a billion they crash. Like, it's such a stupid mindset. Hey, here's an idea. What if it works? Parade, Woodward, ecstasy. Pete, 97.1. What's up, Petey? Since you get into car accidents, that's hilarious, dude. Dude, I am so all in with you on this. Unbelievable. I totally agree with what Rico said, man. You're at the hill. You're at the top of the hill, man. You're with the big boys now. You got to have a different mindset. But I'll say this: I'll even go extreme further. Get Snead and Daniel Hunter. That's what I'm saying, man. Let's just go for it. What do you guys think? I mean, I'm not going to argue it, and I I certainly don't have the tabulations. But like, yeah, you, Pete, I'm with you. Is that you have an opportunity to address some major needs with veteran right. presence. I can still have Brad Holmes have three top 100 selections to do his work and do what he does so well. Pete, I'll right. never say no to stuff like that. Because when you look well, at you their... know what's right? if, if the numbers you were talking about earlier yeah. are exactly or you were saying they're in the ballpark, to me, there's, there's no reason. I don't see how you're going to get phone calls, people giving you reasons not to do this. It doesn't right. make any sense. And, and if it's you also don't. when you start to look like I, I've had, I mean, Pete, we've sat here and people call up and they're like, well, what about Aiden? And I'm like, I got three years to worry about that. Mm -hmm. Well, what about Sewell? I got two years. 
well, they got to pay Goff. Yeah. And, yeah. and here's do you the understand thing. the salary cap just went up by $31 million? And, oh, by the way, let's say you don't get something done. Goff is still signed. What are we say, doing? Yeah, and for the other guys, hey, no, you still got a franchise tag. If worst comes to worst, you tag them. You got $114 million in commitments for next season and like $45 million for the season after. Guys, come on. What are, what are we doing here? And here's another thing. If you never signed another free agent again, you're still going to have a hard time keeping your team together. The rules dictate it. So get busy living or get busy dying. You got a window. Go for it. And if, if this isn't the right fit, that's fine. What I'm trying to do is get you to realign your thought process with reality. I'm trying to show you the possibilities that are out there. And it's not about being married to Legereus Sneed. And, and look, the data is the data. It's beautiful. Shutting down number ones and the stats I gave. Oh, it's beautiful. Hey, man, if they came home with Kendall Fuller, not going to be mad. If they came home with Daniil Hunter, happy hooray. I'm trying to get you to just look at it through a different lens because I am worried that they are taking a very high on their own supply, sipping their own juice approach. It feels that way. It really does. It feels like, see, we knew it would work, and we're going to just double down on exactly how we got here. No, that got you to this level. Now you want to get to the VIP level. Well, you need unicorns. We do. Look, the way way that the Chiefs won a Super Bowl is they have some unicorns, right? They've got a Mahomes. They've got a Chris Jones. They've got a Legereus Sneed. They've got a Travis Kelsey. They have unicorns. All right, that that's you know the Niners. It's the same thing. You start naming off these unicorn players they have now. If their coach wasn't a flat brim wearing idiot, the Niners win the Super Bowl. But he is. The point is they got unicorns. Sad but true. You need you need those high level players to put you over the top, and you have some, but you don't have. I'd hate to tell you you don't have any on defense. Aiden's not there yet. You can't put Aiden in the same classification as a Chris Jones. No, I think the only unicorn that you have on that team is Laporta. I mean, I think Sewell's a Sewell, Trent. I think okay. Sewell's a Trent Williams type. You know what? I take that back. You're right, Laporta. Yes, I, I'm an Amon Ra slappy, so I'd say Amon Ra. I'm saying defensively, if I have an opportunity to get a luxurious need, and again, the Chiefs are open to trading him. They have told him you can go seek a deal out. Uh, and I think they know they have to trade him. And look, the thought around the league, they're not going to get a one for him. That's that's just business. It's very hard to get a first-round pick for a player that's not a quarterback. It's very difficult. And the Chiefs just don't have a ton of leverage here. Now, if they had a, if Legereus Sneed was on the team with term and was underpaid, oh, you'd get a first-round pick. Why do you think Patrick Sertan the second, the, the Broncos' asking price, was two first-round picks? They have him signed, he's under value, and you have term. Mm-hmm. They don't have that with a Jerry Sneed. Pick 61, 5 at 95. Make him blink. Yeah, it's time for Brad Holmes to head out to lunch and say, oh, I didn't the, the, I didn't know you were going to be here, and they start talking trade. Nah, not even that. Oh, you no, mean no. Harbaugh with McSizzle, the COVID burger? Right. Honestly, if I'm Brad Holmes, no, I knew you what? were going to be here. What are and you we- doing here? Can we have a minute? Can, can, can yeah, are, is this busy? No? Okay. Let's come here. You and I, we're going to have a little talk. And when you're done, 
You're going to be a lion. 70% of the time lines up against the other team's number one. Gave up more than two receptions once. 10 picks, 46 PBUs in a four-year career. Yeah. I, guys, if, and if you it think you you're feel- drafting that at 29, I tip my cap to you. And, and this would be the uh, factor to help you really solidify this. The ball wouldn't have bounced off of his face mask in the NFC Championship. Leave Hildor alone. No, no, but what I'm saying is that's the difference. That play right there, you're in the Super Bowl. Poor Vildor. Guy did the best he could. Hey, Shanahan did the best he could. No. Didn't work out. Shanahan's an ass. There's a difference. Out of that two-minute warning, all he had to do was take the experience from 2018 and go, you know what? Running here ain't the worst thing, and I got fourth and short if I need hey, it. Even top coaches like Dan Campbell regret no, making no, decisions no, like that. No. Hey, look, it's another thing Rico's killed, the SEC on CBS. Okay, David, what no, do you no, have? No, no, no. I, I gift-wrapped that for you. You know what that is now? What? That's the Big Ten oh, on CBS. You're right. Yes, David. That is the Big Ten on CBS, and I want to have a little fun here because ESPN put a little ranking together. It's ranking college football's top 80 quarterbacks of the 2000s. Holy hell. Of a 23-year span? Correct. So we're not going to go through 80. I think I found a fun way to go through this. I broke some down by school, Big Ten, who played for the Lions, and I'll give you the school that had the most quarterbacks on right. this and list. let's just get it out of the way. J.J. McCarthy, number one. All right, no, now we can proceed. That is not true. Uh, so, let's start with Georgia. They have three quarterbacks on that list. Aaron Murray. Aaron Murray is number 47. Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is not on this wow. list. Okay, list is null and void. Stafford, I know they didn't win a lot of big games there. He was very good in college. He was fun to watch. He dusted MSU in that one bowl game. Mm-hmm. I All knew right. that would be fun. Stetson right Bennett best be on the list. 41. Jake Fromm? Jake from State Farm? No. Oh. Number 73 on the list, David Green. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's just, effort. yeah, that's just, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with that, but let's continue. Let's go to Bama. A.J. McCarron. Yeah. No. Tua. Tua's on the list. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is on the list. How many more? Uh, they have one more here. Well, don't do it. If there's Milrow, I'm walking out of here. Does Jalen Hurts count for Yes, Bama? he counts. He lost his job to Tua. In order to lose a job, you got to have a job. Right, but, I mean, once you leave. Dude, he squatted 700 pounds. He's on the list. Right, but it's like Kenneth Walker is Michigan State, not Wake Forest. Kenneth Walker's not even a real person. I don't even believe that was a real year. I, 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 to your point, I am counting a quarterback that did transfer out. Justin, no, that was Georgia. Um, oh, oh. Um, come on. Say it. No, no, no. Rico's out. David, go ahead. Who is Jalen Hurts, along with Bryce Young. Oh, Bryce Young. Bryce There's the one we yeah, missed. that's the one you missed. Yeah. All right, sorry. So let's get to some locals here, okay? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's get to... Uh, those, there are seven quarterbacks, seven Big Ten quarterbacks on this list. All right, Justin Fields. Correct. He's third, 32 on the list. C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is number 21 on the list. Free roll. J.J. Yeah. McCarthy. No. Okay. Um, 
That's don't say, d- please, I beg of you, don't don't give me any of these overrated Penn State quarterbacks. No. Okay, thank God. I am also including a quarterback on here, two quarterbacks on here, one that transferred in the Big Ten, okay. one that transferred out. Joe Burrow. No, I'm not including him. I'm not. Oh, okay. But Joe Burrow's him. on this list, right? He is on the list, okay. yes. Transferred out of the Big Ten. That's why I thought it was Joe Burrow. And explodes. Yeah, I didn't I didn't count him because he never really played at Ohio State. Okay, give us a hint. Purple Rain. Michael, oh, Michael Panix. Your I, godson. How can you not get your him? Your child. I forgot that he You're played. You're Antonio Cromartie. You don't even remember your own kid's names. I forgot he played at Indiana. And wow. then the quarterback that transferred in. Give us a hint. Number 29 on the list. Transferred. You all played him, I believe, in the Big Ten championship game. Russell Wilson. Yes. NC Russell State. Wilson. Yep. Do you know the player? But no Matthew Stafford. Do you know the player that Tom O'Brien gave the starting job to and encouraged Russell Wilson to transfer because of this guy's presence? No. Here's a hint. Giraffe neck. Here's another hint. One of the worst contracts the Bears have ever signed. Oh, oh, oh. NC State quarterback, right? Yep. Oh, I can't think of his Mike name. Mike Glennon. You imagine kicking Russell Wilson out of school because of Mike Glennon? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. So let me finish off the Big Ten here before I move on to the others. Uh, Number 70, JT Barrett. Number 57 on the list is Brad Banks. Oh, my God, Iowa? Yes. All right, who was the running back on those Iowa teams as they ran stretch left, stretch play right, all zone? Think number two. I want to say something like big shoulder pads. Right. He dominated Michigan in the big house. No, no, no. And no, it's not the guy you're thinking of who is a lookalike to Cisco. It's not Tavian Banks. Yeah, I was talking about. No, 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 no. Fred Russell. Final Big Ten quarterback, number 54, Denard Robinson. Oh, stop it. Number 54. Stop it. My dog throws it better. He doesn't even have opposable thumbs. Well, everything's included. He also ran the ball. Oh, did you hear he doesn't tie his shoes? That's absurd. Anytime he faced a decent team, he got obliterated. No, no, no. Did you not see the very first game under the lights ever when they uh, played okay. Notre Dame? You know, so, all right, we're done. So I'm just going to give you this one because I want to <laughs> give you the top ten. So let me give uh, you this. The school with the most quarterbacks. Let me guess. Oklahoma. It is Oklahoma. Yes. You have Landry Jones, Jason White, Jalen Hurts, Caleb Williams, Sam Bradford, Kyla Murray, Baker Mason. Wait a minute. What about Josh Heupel? He was not on the list. I know you would think, but he was not on the list. All right. So here's your top ten. Robert Griffin is number 10. He, you know, he might be the only player that could be credited with establishing a football program and getting a stadium built. Oh, for sure. That's the house that RG3 built down there. Baylor Mm -hmm. football was largely poop. And it says in here, he is Baylor's Andrew Luck. He is. Which is, yeah. He is. Number nine, Marcus Mariota. Love. Number eight, Lamar Jackson. Cam Newton in there. Number seven, Kyler Murray. Number six, Deshaun Watson. Number five, Joe Burrow. Number four, Tim Tebow. Oh, God. I But still, Matthew Stafford did not I know, make the list. I, I, listen, I know Tebow's going to be on there because of the winning, but he's just not good. 
Come on. But at the time, he, you know, probably should have won two Heismans. Number three, Vince Young. Number two, Cam Newton. That's why I didn't answer your All question. Right, ready for okay. this? How about this? Is his hat number one? Hold on. <laughs> Do you know what makes Cam Newton so incredible collegiately? How many guys on that offense played a single snap in the NFL? I think zero. One. Woo! One offensive lineman. No one else on that team played in the NFL. So he was basically Michael Vick with Virginia Tech. Yes. He care and remember, like Vick, dude, Auburn, they sent him into the pile mm-hmm. 300 times. I remember watching Vick in the national title game. Like, if he had any help, they would win this title. If you're young, we made Kenny do this. Just type in Michael Vick, Boston College. Souls were taken that day. Just watch the highlight. Or if you want to go, Michael Vick, Green Bay Packers. Okay, David, go Correct. ahead. Correct. And number one is Baker Mayfield. And let me answer that because you brought up Michael Vick. The reason why he's not on here is they wanted to start right at 2000. And it was 99. Was 99. And he played in the title game. Correct. No, that, that is, I understand. Baker, you can hate him, had an incredible Michael. college career. Now, I know he, he Vick did heinous things on the field. Talk about somebody who was just born too early. If Michael Vick was in like the last the draft the last couple of years, oh my god, you would trade away the next ten picks to get him. No, Brad Holmes wouldn't. I'm gonna do it my way. That is, <laughs> I your, have received. I've never seen anybody coming out of college as good as him. As I college. agree. That is your college blitz. And an hour ago, I just presented something in complete fashion: the Legarius Sneed situation. I think one other corner played more man than he did. Man press, man free, uh, 27 years old. Chiefs have put the franchise tag on him, but that's nothing more than buying him some time. The player has been made aware he can go seek a deal elsewhere, and the Chiefs, from the sounds of it, are willing to deal him. Um, Probably looking at a second-round compensation there, so pick 61. And I've made the point, if you want to – become a Super Bowl team. You got to take, it's it's no risk it, no biscuit. Legereus Sneed, stylistically, statistically, from an experience level, he's in his prime. How you don't lob five at 95 out there and just take away the team's best receiver every week, I, I can't fathom it. But I it's only because. Especially because you can afford it. Clearly, and I've given the future cap tables, but odyssey.com rewind if you want to go hear the more, you know, luxurious presentation. Sad news, because Roberto and I both like Curb Your Enthusiasm, Richard Lewis died today. Terrible. But it's why they couldn't keep making that show. Everybody on the damn show's damn near 80, except for Vince Vaughn, and he looks 80. Yeah, Not aging well. No. Um, David, the ticket text, please. I had no idea who he was. Oh, my gosh. Just looked him up. That is sad. Sorry. Wait, you just figured out who Richard Lewis I don't know, is? I don't know names. I have to see people you know on what? the screen for me. See, for me, he, he'll always be the king in Robin Hood Men in Tights. That was a hilarious Mel Brooks movie. Well, you could have that or, you know, 12 seasons of Curb. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Let's keep That's it Mel going. Brooks, man. Oh, my. You sold me, guys. I love the idea of adding Sneed. We should go all in to get him. Mike, I am lockstep with you. I think Brad Holmes is amazing at drafting talent, 
but he needs to pony up and get Sneed. Make the call now. No brainer. Trade a two for Sneed and trade back out of the first and get that trade or get that pick back. Think think about this too, David. I mean, they would still have three of the top 100 selections. You'd still have the weaponry necessary for Brad Holmes to, quote, run his program. But what are you going to attain in that draft that's going to be Legereus Sneed? Nothing. And when you think about this, all right, Mosley ain't coming back. Sutton is only going to be on the books for another year. You don't have any other corner anyone cares about. All right, Kirby Joseph's here. Branch is here. Melifon, who's got one year left. You're not bringing back Gardner Johnson, nor would I. You have a need for a cornerstone piece. And I just personally, I think drafting a corner in the first round is really hard and usually inadvisable. You know what I like about Sneed? Certainty. There's cost certainty, and there's damn near performance certainty. Pay to play. Well, here's the performance certainty from a Lions fan. Sneed manhandled CeeDee Lamb, who was unstoppable against the Lions. That's all I need to know. Go get him now. Yeah, I, I, he's a dog. And while you don't know the man, you know, you study his play, you look at the style. God, he was. It, it's, it's like when I did yesterday this Cooper BB topic I did. Born to be a Lion. He's a junkyard dog out there. 10 picks, 46 PBUs in four years. Come on, man. Mike and Rico, one reason I disagree on going all in on Sneed is about where to spend your resources. Completely agree that they don't need to become complacent, but I'd rather not spend that type of money on a corner or rather get D-line. Okay, agree with you. But who? We're taking the information as it comes. This is a player that factually is allowed to seek a deal. Factually, the team is open to trading him. Guys, I can't create a situation for us to go get Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. And your D-line may just have to come from the draft. You may have to actually do some research. And this is what Holmes does. He's able to find those guys in the first, second, and third rounds. But if you got an opportunity, this is a game changer on defense. You don't have one. You got a couple on offense. You got good players on defense. You don't have a game changer. I am sick of fans and Holmes being conservative. We need impact players on defense, and the rest of our division is getting better. Sick of this town thinking we can just run it back with the same trash on defense. That is from Chandler. Yeah, uh, and Chandler, I'm I'm with you. I think Rico put this best. It's new money. You got a bunch of MC hammers out here. They don't know what to do with being rich, and the next thing you know, they end up broke. Mm-hmm. It just you guys, you got a limited window, man. Let's go do this. They won't go for that, Mike. It doesn't fit their mo. Baggage, not an option. I'm with you in Rico's perspective, though. They will tread lightly and spread the wealth in the salary yep. cap. Yeah, and, and again, I, I can't control what they do. I'm paid to give you my opinion on stuff. I'm paid to entertain you. This is one of those moves. I'm not married to Legereus Sneed. If they don't want him, go get somebody else. I'm making a point. The expectation is bring in a unicorn this offseason in free agency. And whether it's a corner or a defensive end, bring them in. If it's not Snead, it's Kendall Fuller. If it's not Kendall Fuller, it's Daniil Hunter. If it's not Daniil Hunter, it's player who hasn't been named yet. You got to bring one in. There will be no scenario I'm going to sit here and be like, wow, what a great offseason with a bunch of C-list, you know, night at the Roxbury uh, signings. I don't want to <laughs> see it. I mean, you know the deal. 
man, they have depth. They have their draft picks. They have a good cap situation. What is there to fear? It's okay to go out to a nice dinner every once in a while. But the fear is you end up, you know, with Aaron Rodgers and you your guy gets hurt. All right, first, then don't then don't get in your car. Don't get in your car. No, you want to know what the fear is. You I could don't die have by that car fear. accident. Don't get in your car. I think they should go for it. And the biggest thing is bigger picture. You're looking at if you face Kansas City in the Super Bowl, he's playing for your team, not theirs. Yeah, I like that point best, I think. Let's go to Jeff. Really, Jeff? I mean, really? Your call is very important. Shocking. I'll go to Emery. Emery will get the last word on this deal. Emery, thanks for your patience. What's up? <laughs> hey, guys. How you doing? You're right? It's been a long time I called you guys. What's up? Um, yeah, uh, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. And I'm, I'm looking at the culture of the team. How it's been built, I'll be honest, and, and I apologize for being um, insulted. I think your your call, your take on this is stupid. And I, I mean, being honest, I'm not saying you guys have said your take is. No, no, no. To bring we, in we, a guy. You're good. Oh, all right, I got you. My thing is to bring this guy in and you develop a young talent with your coaching staff. I apologize. I'm in the car watch. I apologize. I'm getting right out of it right now. So what I'm saying is that to go and do that, to go get a guy, say, I'm going to bring in a guy, 595, who's already won two Super Bowls. Where's the hunger? There's no hunger. And guess what? You can't tell me what to do. I've already won. I've already been where you're trying to get. I mean, personally, I would just be honest and say, all right, well, Kansas City is going to go ahead and let's say we give up their second-round pick. Well, all they're going to do is do exactly what the executive of the year would end up doing, finding the corner that we possibly needed and to have one on the, uh, on the rookie contract. Now, if they were offering Trent McDuffie, oh, hell yeah, I'd do it right now. But other than that, I'm not giving this guy this money like this. I'm not doing it. And not only that, the biggest problem for the Lions was a pass rush, and guess what we didn't have? We didn't have our second pass rusher for the entire year, basically. So that was the reason why we were just, uh, exposed on the secondary. But despite all those things, despite not having a top corner, or despite all this, the, the lack of pass rush, we were one half away from going to the Super Bowl and we lost. So why go out and say I'm going to go and starve some team that I'm possibly going to play for the Super Bowl and say I'm going to pay for him when his – think about it. His, he doesn't have the energy, not the energy, but the urge to go in and play. How can you say I that? I want everything you're doing. Every I'm not saying that because I just – I'm listening. Go ahead. I'm listening. Go ahead, Mike. No, you're good. I just to act like what because he won a Super Bowl. Like now he's a bum or he doesn't want to do this. No, he said he's not hungry. Yeah, but like how can he? He's not hungry. How can? I want two. I want two back to back, and I made my money. Why am I so hungry now to win a third? Okay, so the only players I'm allowed to go get are guys who haven't won the Super Bowl. Well, how about this? How about you go get some guys who are actually hungry? Are you hungry? Just like you just said, you you actually you're here to give your opinion and entertain. Today, right now, you're entertained. You're not giving this your your true opinion, because my thing is at the end of the day, you're you're sitting, sitting back saying, "Let's go get a guy who can lock down to uh, uh, the top receiver." Well, you can do that with a, with a pass rush. Everybody's talking about Daniel Hunter and sure. everybody else. Who are you we going to get? We have a guy here in the second, in the sixth round. Who Why are you, you going to get? A who are you going to get? That's a pass rusher. So tell me who you want to go get. I will tell you right off the bat, I already got my pass rusher, James Houston. Oh. oh. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah, so now it, yeah. a guy who had a flash in the pan, ago. yeah, a flash in what the pan, you? one year run. We don't even know really? if the dude's legitimate. We're just going to say, no, I don't need, you know, you brought up Daniil Hunter. Uh, I don't know if that's the guy I want, but my point is, no, so you me. just want to keep your own guys and run it back. Am I, am I hearing this no, correctly? That's, no, that's not true. Cause you were also the same one that said, got pissed off that the Lions didn't go get lazy chase young. And we see how that happened. Oh, really? We didn't lose. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. mean, you mean what the guy, you mean, you mean, you mean, you mean the guy who oh. helped blow up your season? Oh, he did. He blow up our season. Uh, he yeah, blew it up yeah, he, he did it? on a critical yeah, fourth. Yeah, yeah, Emory, yeah, actually, Emory, he did. Emory, Emory, four turnovers. Four, Emory, four, Emory, four, Emory, oh, Emory fourth yeah. and three. He was the one that mm-hmm. broke yeah. through the line and chased golf oh, out of the gosh. pocket. Yeah, and oh, here's the other one, Emory. That actually happened. It didn't cost the Niners anything. They're going to get a third round compensatory back. So can we just not do that? Just. I'm also the guy who said I wanted Montez Sweat. I mean, if you want to keep it official, we can keep it official. But yeah, on that f- fourth and three, that that was him. He he broke up the play. But is he hungry? Yeah. So my my opinion is stupid because I want a guy with pedigree, performance, and Emery goes, yeah. Well, he he don't want to play ball no more. You know what, oh, Emery? Okay, good. Well, Emery, feel free to call back. I mean, I'm I'm fine I'll, with it. Yeah. Got to be hungry, Rico. Talk to the people. Got to be hungry. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Can't figure out this whole run-it-back mentality for a team that clearly isn't a finished product, clearly has a ton of cap space, has the draft capital. I don't understand how you don't at least want to read a report that your team has engaged to offer LeJarius Need a contract, to offer the 61st pick to the Chiefs, and bring in arguably the best man corner cover, cover corner in the league. I just I don't personally understand it because I have one goal in mind, win the Super Bowl. From here on out, I hate to break to you, there will be no good vibes after a playoff win or a season that doesn't end in the Super Bowl. This is the price you pay for being successful. Hey, Rico, you enjoyed the last few years? No. Let me help you. No, no, because your goal with your team was win it all. And when you get good, and you don't look, it's what helped ruin my fandom for Michigan State football. Win Big Ten, win play, go to playoff. Anything short of those just things. Just football, throw in basketball as well. Yes, anything short of the ultimate is poop. It doesn't matter. Last year you got to really enjoy the, hey, we won a playoff game at home. Oh, wait, we won two. We get to hang the banner. That's your free roll. Next year, if I offered you the same year that you would make it, you'd win the division, you win two playoff games, you'd lose on the road to the NFC title game, you know what you would call next year? A disappointing season. Correct. So that's all there for you. Um, I wanted to just update something in the division. And I look, I think it it's relevant to Lions fans. But seemingly by the day, we're getting closer to basically being able to tell you Caleb Williams is going to the Bears. Now, you may like Caleb. You may not like him. You may not know who the hell he is. Um, But I think you probably preferred Fields to stay. Caleb Williams has immense upside. He is a terrifying threat in the open field. It sounds like Ryan Poles. Um, Some stuff has happened today, weird social media stuff with Justin Fields. Uh, It looks like Atlanta might be the landing spot for him. But the Bears are going to make a decision here it sounds like in the next couple of days. Yeah. And, I mean, what what do they get for Fields? Is it a third? 
because you got to trigger the fifth-year option, and then you would presumably have to pay him. That's going to kill the return. Third, third round pick, probably third round. If there's a bidding war, second, right? But you could probably get him for a third round pick. But Caleb Williams to the Bears seemingly coming into focus now from a interesting standpoint. Yeah, that's interesting. I ain't gonna be a picnic. You and see, I may I think, not love the kid like other people. He's a pain in the ass. See, I think it actually helps because I told you I would have done it the opposite way. I would trade the number one pick and get a bunch hyper of hyper insulated fields. Right. Did you see what Paul said? He was basically saying, You will have to bribe me to trade this pick, which is he he had a quote that said, Well, it would have to be a return that makes our organization significantly better for a long time. Yeah. It would have to be basically it have to be three first round picks. What else could you trade the number one pick for? And remember, the Bears are picking first and ninth. Mm-hmm. What would it take? It would. I'm thinking, yeah, three first round picks, or you know, maybe if you took two first round picks and your second pick for this year. Yeah. Or I'm trying to think. I don't know too many teams out who has like multiple first round picks this year. But yeah, it would take something like that to me. If if you brought in Caleb, I think it would help you short term. Because it's going to take him. I don't. I, I think he'll be more Bryce Young than C.J. Stroud. Oh, no, no, no. That. Year one, Ugh. where Stroud was kind of lightning in a bottle. It all worked out, and he, he was gave rookie you of the, the year. best rookie season we've ever seen. Right, you're not duplicating. And and, and thanks to that, we don't have to probably hear about that Wonderlick test or whatever they no. call that test anymore. I'm going to be interested. Obviously, the Lions have Goff, but Green Bay has Love. I'm fascinated to see what Minnesota does, and if the Bears do add Caleb Williams, this division's quarterback play is going to be fierce. Goff, Love, Cousins, Caleb. Mm-hmm. That's not a treat. Wait, who who bought that fifth ticket? Who's that sitting at the end of the table? Is that Hendon Hooker? I'm leaving that alone. David, let's get a few ticket texts, and then we'll get into a little football today and probably revisit the wings in a little bit. They're red hot. Talk to the people about that. What do you got for me? Emory knows exactly what each player is thinking and can determine what they want and if they're hungry. I love this conversation right now with Emory Radio Gold, Kenny in Farmington. Well, I understand where Emory's coming from. You can't base all your opinion on, is this guy hungry? Because Are you hungry? He's the best. So you want to go get the best because here's what will happen. I promise you, people like Emory will be so angry and say that the NFL hates Detroit, they hate the Lions, it's rigged, it's fixed because Snead will go to a team that doesn't need him but picked up the phone and made it and the rich got richer again and this is why the NFL is rigged. It's not rigged. You just got to gotta take that chance. Someone says, I wonder if Chris Jones was available, if Emory would want him and say that he's not hungry. Right. Well, here's the other thing. How dumb are the Chiefs for paying either of these players? They're not hungry after all. Because, I mean, last time I checked, if you you win, you want to keep winning. You're telling me Mahomes, oh, no, no, no. Mahomes is not hungry? No, you win it and retire. Right. Are you hungry? Are you telling me Mahomes is not hungry? No, can't <laughs> possibly be. No, he's not. Uh, this is for you all. You were talking about Michael Vick highlights earlier. Someone says, I just watched the Michael Vick highlights for the first time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this guy was a legend. That's Pete at Planet Fitness. Hey, I'm telling you, yeah. Mike Vick, Boston College, one of the great quarterback runs ever. They should do a where are they now on those poor BC defenders. Michael Vick and Vince Young 
were ahead of their time. If they came out now, superstars. But at the time, you know, mobile QB was a dirty word. Like, oh, he's out of pocket passer. You're not going to win with him. He's a gadget play kind of guy. Vince Young had other problems. You don't end up shirtless crying at the club if everything's going okay for you. I I, I just, let's Mike, take the Vince Young out of that. Mike, mistakes were made. I'm talking Texas talking is Rose back. Bowl, Vince Young. I'm talking Texas yeah. is back. Vince Young rolling up to the end zone, ball in hand, and there's Sports Illustrated. Let me snap and get, get on the photo, you know, on the cover of that. Yeah. That guy okay, that's was a special. Cut scene. And I think had he... You know, in in this NFL, he wouldn't be shirtless and man has some issues. Okay, I can't say I'm... that he wouldn't be shirtless. Okay, you know I what? Can't. Hey, hey, hey! Mistakes were made. You know what? That's why we got mental health now? <laughs> no, I was making a point. Like right. it's like Jamarcus Russell. You did. There were some problems there. There was some, but Vic. Oh my goodness! Yes, Dave. These fans blindly following Holmes is infuriating. I just might be out on Holmes if he doesn't make any moves this offseason. I am fed up with this. Our guys. I think yes. it is going to be a fascinating 60 days. Basically, 60 days from today, it's the NFL draft. Two weeks from today, it's free agency. We got 60 days to define what this team's going to look like for next year. I think the next two months are going to be uh, both electric and frustrating. I know we'll be public enemy number one on our day part because we want more. We want to win. And I know that upsets a lot of Lion fans, but I warned you what it was going to be like. I'm, it's not like I lied to you. I mean, I have a decent understanding of what it takes to win a damn Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I don't know any team that just sits there, drafts, develops, and resigns, and it's all just honky-dory. I, I just I don't I don't know what that team is. Yeah, it's all homegrown. That signed no Super Bowl winning team ever. Right. Did you guys see the Texas Tech fan being, um, I can't even say escorted out. He was carried out with a police officer on each limb after he hurled a beer onto the court. Texas Tech, there was a damn near riot because a Texas player went Terry Tate office linebacker on a Red Raider. Game was out of hand. I think Texas was up 25 Texas Tech's coach had to, had to get on the mic and be like, look, we're going to have to forfeit if you guys don't stop acting like animals and hillbillies here. Stop throwing things on the floor. But two insane behind half-court buzzer beaters last night in basketball, one by Max Struess with the Cavs yeah. and one by Nevada at Colorado State. I only bring it up to, to ask this question. I couldn't help but think about is that not the lousiest way to lose a game in any sport? I mean, if you give up a bomb in baseball, you just lose the game. Mm-hmm. It happens. Football, I mean, a field goal, a touchdown, like it's a normal play. Uh, hockey, you could say puck luck and say, well, a deflection or something, but that's so ingrained in the sport that the bizarre to a fringe fan is simply the normal to a hockey fan. A a a sixty foot heave is a circus shot. That's not even skill based. Max Struess, his arms almost flew out of socket trying to reach the basket, and it goes in. Like, is there not? Is that the worst singular way to lose any sporting contest on the planet? 
tied. Ooh, let me hear with what? With the Hail Mary. And I'm talking a Hail Mary. I got to think about that. Kind of like the pitch back and forth type of thing. It is called Hail Mary for a reason. So I guess. Where there's really no chance you put 10 people in the end zone. Yeah. And you make sure. I'm, I'm like from over 50 yards where the quarterback just heaves it and just throws it. So let me ask this question. Like, is the Hail Mary more or less legitimate? Because at least the defense is allowed to do something about it. Like when you throw a moon ball at a basket, yeah. there's nothing you can do to stop it. It's just in the cosmos. Guy, that's normally something you win like 10 grand for a halftime. Hey, you have free books? <laughs> right. I, I'm Listen, believe me, this is not some argument. It's just I saw the two highlights and I'm like, oh my God. They showed this one girl like a Colorado State fan and you just saw her life end. And you're like... That you is... know what? No, no. You may be correct, and here's why. Because at least with a Hail Mary, there's always the chance that the ball could get tipped and weird, kind of like the puck luck. That Weird things can happen. It's a football. But on a 60, 70-foot shot. Strauss looked like he was 65 feet. You're thinking, Struce, okay, this is it. We just got to wait for the ball to land, and we win. And... What do you mean it just went in? Uh-oh. See, on surface, I hear what you're saying. Yes, the regular. But last night, Struis was on fire. So he's looking at an ocean right there. Stop. D- David, David. He's looking at an ocean. Dave, I, I sound like Stephen A. Smith over here. David, David, clearly. No, there's only one person if that I would say you can't leave Steph Curry right. that wide open. David, right. he wasn't even across half court I, now. I, I, this I, was a full-blown win books for the semester heave. That's, that's why I said on surface, I hear what you're saying. It's the same damn thing. Look. State losing on a buzzer beater Sunday. No, that was a that was just a play. He just threw the ball in. It was a three-pointer. Yes. I'm talking about a YOLO ball where you shoot 60 feet. Yeah, you're shooting it from the opposing team's free throw line. Like, do you I remember know, Butler versus Duke? There, and yes. Butler almost hit that. Like, if you lost a game on that heave and lost a national title, that's an all-time loss. Like, the Hail Mary thing, I still feel like it's usually your fault if it happens. It's not your fault if a guy throws up a shot. Well, no, for the Hail Mary, it's normally, I mean, think about it. It's like the ball bounces some, like, think of the the play with Keith Nickel when the ball bounces off the face mask of the tight end, goes into his hand. He has to now fight for the, the, to score the touchdown. Weird things can happen, but for that shot, you're not guarding the person yeah. because Lord knows you don't want to foul because, it yeah. Was, it was wild seeing two buzzer beaters last night, one in college, one in pro, and they were both heaves. They weren't shots. They weren't a Khalid Elamine right. floater like, in the lane Like the, the buzzer beater that the uh, the Kentucky guy hit, that was just a nice shot. That's just Reed Shepard doing Reed Shepard well, things. Well, yeah, you don't. Why you don't, can't Tom recruit a guy like that? Yes, David, because no, Tom <laughs> hates you. No, I was gonna he say, called me this morning. He said, tell Mike I hate him. <laughs> you definitely don't believe it's going in because the guy for the Dallas Mavericks who hits the what he thought was the game-winning layup, he's already celebrating going down the court. He's like, it's no way. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a way. So, yeah, a buddy of mine just sent me something. It's kind of like the Duke Grand Hill to Christian Leitner play where you have to throw it all. Yeah. Like so many things have to happen I don't think I've correctly. ever seen that play since. Where you complete the Hail Mary in basketball to a player who then shoots it. Has to turn and shoot. 
That was the one time it's ever happened in my life. Anytime I see teams attempt it now, it usually ends up bouncing off a cheerleader's head or hitting a dude selling roasted almonds. They don't even keep it in the field of play. Zzz, concourse. You're like, what the hell was that? Okay, and this is back when I guess State was good. I still can't believe to this day that Delvon Road ducked when Draymond threw the ball to Corey Lucius. Mm, Maryland. And instinct says you catch the ball. He just ducked. It was the right thing to do. But instinct says you, you catch that thing. But it's still a shot. That's right. still a play. No, this was no because you're not guarding the person. Because at this point, even when Trey he can't Burke beat you, even when Trey Burke hit the shot against Kansas, it was still Trey Burke. Right, it was a deep shot. That, yeah, but that's that's what Trey did. These heaves. I, yeah, if you cross half court, then that's one where these heaves. You're inconsolable. The coach is going to say, "Let him shoot the ball. Do not foul. Stay away." I mean, you're right. told, "Stay away from him." Yeah, check Get out, out of his way. Check out the highlights if you didn't you know see what? Maybe uh, uh, Evan Turner's shot against Michigan. I knew you were going to bring that shot up. Where they threw the ball in the up Big the, Ten tournament the last game. Time. They threw the ball right. up the court. Evan Turner turns, catch, shoots, bang. Man, I wish we still had the radio call that. That used to be a feature of this show. Really? Mm. I hated that call. You just hate to see it. Oh! <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get a little football in the mix. And then I think we need to talk about our hockey team in this town. I'll give you a choice. Red Wings, my Red Wings, or Legereus Sneed. You pick. Dealer's choice. Top of the hour. Okay. Next, we'll get a little football regardless. 97-1. We led the show, and it's it's Red Wings. Six straight wins. Demolition of the Capitals last night. By the way, the Leafs lost to Vegas. You're two points back of the Leafs. You're starting to build, not a cushion, but you, you, hey, I think you're four points up on Tampa. You're ten, 10 points up on Jersey. The, the, the wings are real. And Rico offered a deal. And the deal was this. You can lock this in right now, like an interest rate. You can lock in the playoffs, and you can lock in losing in seven in the first round. But you're going to lose. I chose to not take the deal. Now, maybe I'm a victim of the moment. Maybe I will look back on this and go, that was foolhardy. <laughs> but I have been saying now for a little bit, this team might actually be more than just fun or more than just, hey, they don't know the difference and they're just going to get in and get... Guys, I think they could be dangerous. And... The balance scoring, more guys with 10 goals than any other team in the league. They got one of the top 10 lines in the league. And they're playing really good hockey. And I, I didn't take the deal. Maybe I'm a fool. More of a fool than you think. I don't think you're a fool. I think you're saying what this team is doing. This team is hot. They're on a win streak. And this is kind of what you want to see going into the Stanley Cup playoffs, where all of a sudden they're that hot team that went from nothing to catching the Leafs. Yeah. So I, that's why I didn't take the deal. It, right. It, it, you, you win three games. Could you imagine the buzz for two weeks here in this city? And in game seven, you lose one nothing. That sucks. Um, no, we, we, we talked about the six games headed into the deadline and how important it was. And all the wings have done is win four of them and do win two of them in dramatic playoff 
lower scoring style. I, I want to know from you guys. Hockey elite. That signals up. Oh. 248-539-9797. Would you take that deal right now? You could lock the playoffs in, but you're going to lose in seven. Or risk it for the biscuit. I'm I'm willing to risk it. I think this team's got a shot to maybe do more than just compete in the first round. I kind of wonder about it. The balance, the veteran leadership that Kane has provided. How, how You got a guy like Lucas Raymond who's turning it on. You know what you're getting from Dubrinkit. You know what you're getting from Dylan Larkin. Defense has played better. You wonder if they'll add at the deadline. I'm I'm going to – I'll probably regret it, but I'm going to roll with it. So that's topic one. Now, the other topic I'll do a condensed presentation of. If you want the full one, odyssey.com rewind. It's very simple. Rico and I are in lockstep about the Lions. Need a big signature – free agent, veteran edition, to bring this defense along, either a corner or an edge. The corner could be Legereus Sneed. The Chiefs are open to trading him, and their franchise tag on him is simply a negotiating tool. They have encouraged him to go find a deal. They're basically going to let the market price him. So you could get with Sneed's reps. He's 27, four years in the league because he was a fourth-round pick, and nobody played more man than him. Nobody's better at it than him. And he's going to line up 70% of the time on the other team's number one, and only one time last year did he give up more than two catches to that player. He gave up exactly one touchdown when he was in coverage last year as the closest man to the football. That came in the divisional round. So he's elite. So here's what I asked for all of the Brad Holmes devotees. How do you not get on the phone and try? Here's pick 61 and Legereus. Here's five years and 95 million. If the chiefs match, no problem. If the chiefs request more draft capital, I walk away. If Sneed requests more money, I walk away. But how do you not, as a team in your Super Bowl window, who's desperate for a lead corner? Desperate. If you think you're going to draft a rookie and have him be the lead corner, picking at 29, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that's probably a one in a hundred shot. Or I could take pick 61, and I could give Aaron Glenn an actual unicorn. Aaron, do what you want. Legarius, Justin Jefferson. Legarius, DJ Moore. Legarius, Christian Watkins. Here you go. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to take him away. So my thing is, tell me why. Give me one credible reason why you shouldn't do that. 248-539-9797. Rico, both topics in play. David, you wanted both? You got both. By the way, Richard Lewis died. So if you're a Curb fan, sad. Yeah. and Carry on. No, no, because... Coming to for Legereus need, it's a need. It's a need that you have. It's a cornerstone piece. You you don't have an it guy on defense. I know you like your players you have on defense, Lions fans. You don't have a difference maker on defense. You got good players. You got okay players. They worked well as a chaotic unit, bringing pressure and heat. But now when you bring that pressure and heat, he's taking away a guy. Cam Sutton doesn't have to cover your number one 
doesn't have to cover the number one receiver anymore. You can move Cam to where he should be. This, to me, is a no-brainer. This is where you ask the question, can we go and get him? Why? Because you're a big boy now. you got to start acting like a big boy. That means you think like a big boy. You pick up the phone. You see how much it's going to cost you. Are you going to break the bank? No. But you'll be amazed. It's why when you always see trades, sometimes you're thinking, well, you know, how did the Eagles get A.J. Brown? Well, they just picked up the phone and asked. How did Christian McCaffrey end up at, at, <laughs> as a Niner? Niners had good running backs. Yeah, but they wanted better. They upgraded themselves. You go out and get Sneed, you're helping yourself because you're taking him away from Kansas City. So if you have to face Kansas City in the Super Bowl, that's one less weapon that they have that you now have. You do. You ask. And I would even say I'd, I'd give up pick 29 no, for him. No, no, no. no. Mike, no, no, I, no, no. I would because tell me who you're going to get at 29 that's as good as him. You're not. No, I'm going to fill a different need. My first round picks, I, I am I am just not going to deal to, for the right to pay someone a hundred million dollars. Now see, now if, hold on. Let me at least explain to you and then you and the callers can disagree with me. If Sneed was signed and had two years left, this year and another year, then the first round pick comes into play. I am not going to give away a first round pick for the right to then hand you a hundred million dollars. Second round is what the league expectation is, that if the Chiefs end up dealing him, all they're getting is a second round. Right, and I guess I look at pick 29 as a glorified second rounder. Fair. So, that's right. fair. Right, if, if you were sitting there at pick nine, oh, no. That's pick 29, yeah, chances are whoever you take at that point won't be as good. That's not a deal breaker for me. If, if, if that's the difference, like, okay, give us a 29th pick and you can have them, done. Because there's no one that the Lions could take at that point that's going to have a big of an impact next year than what Snead can give you right then and right there. And, and oh, by the way, you play a first-place schedule. You're going to be playing a lot of the top teams. The, last year, you got lucky, and you know you would have a tough game followed by three or four really bad games, and then another tough game. Next year, you're looking at three, four, maybe five games in a row of top-tiered NFL teams, you need that type of play around. Here's the other thing, and this is a bias I have. So, all right, let's say you think Brad Holmes is a great drafter. We'll take a corner at 29, and he will find us Legereus Sneed, right? He'll find us a star. It's arguably the riskiest position to draft high in the draft. The bust rate of corners. Or how about this? The way to put it is the amount of all pros you will produce from drafting corners in the first round over a 25-year sample size. I believe what I've seen is 13% of first-round corners over a 25-year sample become Legereus Sneed. Now, you can always say there's only so many all-pros. Well, I'm talking about one of those guys and acquiring it. Mm -hmm. So the standard is a comparison. Now, do you have to have that guy to win? No, but I'm with you. The reason these teams, like the Chiefs or the Niners or the Ravens or 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 when the Bucks made it, the reason they're able to make it and win it is because of the unicorn player. Chris Jones blew up the Super Bowl. Not anybody. Chris Jones blew it up. Okay? Just like a couple of years prior, the unicorn of Shaq Barrett, a different version of Shaq Barrett. Now, four years ago, Aaron Donald, Shaq, Aaron Donald blew it up. 
your your unicorn players are what's going to put you over the top. So all I'm saying is if you're relying on Brett Holmes to find you this player in the draft, the data will suggest that's just not happening. Now, if you want to say, look, I just don't want a corner. I'd rather him put $100 million into a defensive end. I'm not mad at you. But that's not the situation we're being presented today. Today is reports. Chiefs are more open to dealing him than people realize. And he has to go find a deal. He's open to finding a deal. Yeah, Why not? Because here's the other thing. Imagine if he ends up a Packer or a Bear. Good luck with that. Because <laughs> then you're going to have to see him twice a year. And every time you're going to think, why didn't we go after him? And yes, for those out there, he is hungry. I'm sure he wants to win another Super Bowl. Oh, okay. We're not going to do that. 248-539-9797. You want to Are go you the, hungry? You want to go the wings direction? You want to go the lions direction? It's there for you. We know where you're at right now, which is you have the eighth most cap space in football. You're in a great position. But when you start to look forward, right, you look at a cap table, future commitments. For 2025, you've only got 24 guys under contract. You only got about $115 million on the books. If the cap is 251 this year, a modest increase to call it 260. 117 on the books, 260 million. Do the math on what you'd have to spend. 2026, you got a whopping 16 people under contract. And about forty-five million in commitments. And by the way, two sixty. Let's call it modest again. Two seventy. Look, the whole point is, I don't have to worry about Aiden Hutchinson. I got three years. I don't have to worry about Panay Sewell. I got two years. I don't have to worry about much. You have a window right now where, guys, I hate to break it to you, but by two thousand twenty-six, who knows what the team looks like? I mean, there's a reason every, like, think about this. The, the last 18 quarterbacks that have made their Super Bowl debut and lost, none of them ever got back. Just think about that. So the whole thing is, we're here now. Mm-hmm. This team's good, man. They're real good. I don't want to be left wondering what if. So, no. yeah, I'm advocating for something that they're not going to do. It's going to be tremendous. <laughs> I, and well, I, no, 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 because here's the thing. It, you would hope that they would make the request, but they've come out and said over and over again. I and, and I trust what Holmes says because the one thing I do like is he, he doesn't really play the, the GM word speak game. He kind of tells you what he's going to do, whether you want to believe it or not. They want to take care of their own first and then maybe go out and get free agents and use the draft. But we'll take care of home first. We'll continue, and I have no issue with it. Of course I want to take care of Amon Ra. I've been the one spearheading, yes, the get Goff signed. I, I don't disagree with the strategy, but I've always said once you get good, you have to play at the big boy table in free agency. That's how this works. And Holmes himself has said free agency is for needs. The draft is for, you know, essentially best available. Then show me, because your two biggest needs, one and one A, is an edge rusher and a corner. And I would even add, I hate to break it to you, if you showed me a big-time disruptive defensive tackle to add to the mix and and, and yeah. put near Lee McNeil, I wouldn't mind see, that either. See, that's why I said I'm, I'm just going to go D-line. I, edge rusher is great. Just D-line. Just free agency? Improve wherever you can get it. Yeah. But, 
Defense, you, you know, maybe you get the big defensive tackle from Texas. Maybe he slides oh, down. Oh, sweat? Yeah. What about Cooper BB? All right, David, ticket text. Again, Wings, Lions, both in the mix. Mike, Rico, we are in a Super Bowl window, but do you want that window to be only a year or two or for many years to come? No, no, a year or two because many years to come is not guaranteed. Many years to come, here's, here's a little news for you. Everybody doesn't get to be the Patriots. Everybody doesn't get to be the Chiefs. Most teams have a window of the most three years. Yeah, I hate to break it to you. The common denominator in what Rico just said, arguably the two best quarterbacks in the history of the sport. Yeah. So don't, just don't do that. Yeah. So other than that, your window comes and it goes. And you think, oh, we're going to go back. And, and, you, and you don't. Dude, everybody thinks they have time. But time is the one thing we're not afforded in life or sports. This idea of building this consistent, oh, we're just going to be great for five, six years. Let me ask you a question. Are you going to be satisfied at the end of five years if you win 60 football games but don't win a Super Bowl? Because congratulations. No. no. That ticket texter, what you are doing is creating the northern version of the Dallas Cowboys. I don't have a bell, but you can certainly. There you go. Because you'll win 12 games a year. You'll never win anything. Yeah, I'm You'll trying, hang a lot of divisional banners. I'm trying to win while Sewell and Gibbs and Aiden and Laporta are all on rookie deals. I got a couple of years to do it. Because, guys, the league is designed for you not to keep getting back. And I think there's a reason why the only teams that are able to do it are the ones that have the Michael Jordan at quarterback. And since finding that could take you a lifetime, dealing in reality, you have the group to do this right now. Like, guys, let me think about it. The Rams went out, got Stafford, won it all. Their window, closing to the point point now where you could say yeah. they're pretty much done. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Bucks got lucky because the unicorn went south. Yeah. And he went down there and he helped them win. And now look at them now. They're struggling. Their window's closed. The Eagles thought that, oh, my goodness, the Eagles will get back. Newsflash. They're falling apart. So, Yes, I do want a one- or two-year window because I can at least guarantee that. But if you want to go the Dallas Cowboy route, congratulations. Good luck with that. Well, the other the other way I look at it, too, well, I talked about it last summer as you hear certain things. You know, Frank Ragnow, I don't think he's for long. He's a warrior. But he's also a father and a husband and has a life. And you heard it this year. He had to take some time to think mm-hmm. about whether he was going to continue. I'll tell you right now, if you ask me 51-49, is this his last year coming up? Yes. Oh, well, what happened if we're going to be good and continue him? Because your all-pro center just disappeared. Just like it happened to the Cowboys when all of a sudden Travis Frederick came down with some, I don't know if it was an autoimmune disease or whatever yeah, it was. The point I'm making is none of this is guaranteed. This whole panacea of this, we're just going to be great and continue him by playing it safe and doing it our way, not out of the NFL's design. It's just not. Let's go. Let's try to get this done. Yeah. So that's all. Uh, whatever. They're not going to do it. I mean, so it I know matter. it sounds great to be like, oh, we're going to be in this window for four or five years. But okay, ready? I've been in the window for four or five years with the Celtics. Am I happy? No, because no, I haven't won it. You know who else? None is- of it matters. All oh, the Celtics are 50 and 12. DGAF. It only matters if we win the Larry O'Brien. How about this? We can just stick with football. You know who else has been in that window for four or five years? The Bills, the Niners. They've been around there. And you would have won a Super Bowl if your head coach I wasn't know. a moron. If you 
just ran the ball on the two-minute warning. You got the bills. Okay. Uh, um, Josh Allen. Oh, we're going to be the – yeah, no, you're not. Let me get Sheldon in the mix before we get to a football today. And Mike's just being mean. Not at all. I'm sorry. Sheldon, go right ahead. Hey, hey, I had a question that I told the culture, and I had a question for you guys. The question was in Green Bay when Brett Favre was the quarterback and he had a young Aaron Rodgers behind him, was the GM and the coach looking at that young Aaron Rodgers like, man, we got to get Brett out of here. And then when Aaron Rodgers was back there quarterback, was they thinking we got to get Aaron Rodgers out of here and let this Jordan Love take over. Now, I'm saying our, our, is our GM looking the same way because we might be looking at golf like, oh, my God, he got two playoff wins and the Detroit never did that. And these fans here are like, sign them, sign them. We got two playoff wins. We never, ever did that when a GM could be looking like we got mm. a guy that can do a lot more on the field. And he's not paying attention to these fans that was saying, fire the coach. Why would we get a running back number 12? And now they loving the running back and loving the coach. Forget about what these fans say. When I get off the phone, people going to say, Sheldon, you sound like an idiot. Sign no, off. no. Why? Well, why? I you feel don't... like I'm the signist. Sheldon, you don't like sound like one in the room. You don't sound like an idiot at all. I'm telling I, you, that's every time I call this radio station, and I'm saying that the coaches in the gym might be looking at Hendon Hooker and saving listen, forty-nine million dollars because I because I disagree with it. Doesn't mean it's not a, it, it's not a dumb take. What I'm saying is the difference, context-wise. The difference in what Green Bay had was they got a quarterback that Aaron Rodgers was supposed to go in the top five. He had one of the weirdest slides in NFL history where, much like, let's say, Brad Holmes believed Jameer Gibbs was a top five player. They sweated him being there at 12. The Packers sat there and went, wait, we're getting Aaron Rodgers. Then it took two full years to play him. They did the same thing with Love in the first round. I think it's different when you draft a guy in the late third off a blown-out knee and he's 26 years old. That's why I don't value it. Not because your idea is insane about wanting a rookie sa- a salary scale. But I still wonder, why'd you draft him? I don't. I don't. No, no, no. I'm I saying, know, but that, that's one of the questions. I can't get mad at people like Sheldon because— I'm not mad. No, I don't want him thinking he's in. Why did you draft him then? What was the end game? Because that was a player who could have helped you this year. Big time. Uh, David on the ticket. I just can't. Oh, Michael, you know. How do you show up 10 minutes before broadcast? It doesn't make any. I'm here. I'm here. All right. Let's go to David on the ticket text. What do you got? I have a need. Oh, Jesus. Cheesy. A need for Sneed. Okay. All right. You read it. I did. Oh. I I gave them, you know, their moment. I'm trading 61 for Snead in an effing heartbeat. Holmes better they get won't. this deal done. That's from Ryan. Ain't going to happen. No, it's probably I'm not. just giving you options that we can talk about. But I I will be so pleasantly surprised if the Lions pulled a, a bold Super Bowl-type move. But do I expect it? No, absolutely not. Regarding the Wings, someone says, I think Mike brings up a good point about the Red Wings. They are hot, and in the NHL, Team coming into the playoffs hot can make a run. We've seen it before. Most recently, St. Louis won the Stanley Cup after being in last place. So no right. deal, Rico. No, no, no. But the only thing is they're getting hot right now, not going into the playoffs. So you got to wonder, is it going to cool off some before the playoffs hit? Yeah, someone else is saying no deal. The deal is laughable to me. 
Well, no, no, it's See, you in the conference finals, they okay. say. Okay. Now, you know what? That's laughable. Rico offering up a guarantee that you make it and you take a presumed elite team seven games in the first round, that's not laughable. Now, you're just being a hyena. I'm risking it on the wings, guys. The Kane Cat Larkin line is real. The depth is real. Lions is giving you what you need in a goalie who can get hot. I'm rejecting the offer without a doubt because the wings will beat Boston in the first round of the playoffs. That is Patrick and Lancy. People are getting all about it now. No, what it is is what this experiment taught me was the elevation in the city has risen. And now it went from, God, I hope we make the playoffs, to you hear the cockiness. <laughs> Playoff, we're winning series. We're going to the, you know, conference final. Okay. That's where the confidence is after just four games. Winning these last four games in a row. Six in a row. Six. Six. A year ago, we were in a six-game losing streak right now. I'll just take it because, honestly, we're going to have playoff hockey back, and it's a team people love. It's not that... Like, the, the Red Wings at the end with Holland, it was like watching Nona die. Like, it's, it's like, yes, they're technically alive, but you know they're going to die. They had no shot at winning anything. We're like, can this just end? Can we pull the plug on Nona, please? April in a D. No, they should have never been in those playoffs. It was just, it was sad. Are you trying to bring that song back? You don't need to ask me. You don't have to give me a reason to play it. I've already requested Oh, we we could play it. I don't we care. Do the remix. Get Roberto it's to do so, the remix. Roberto, would you be willing to do the remix? Are you capable? I'll see what I can do. Okay. I mean, I know you you specialize in you know penis songs, but I if you could find the time to do a non sexualized song, uh, that would be lovely. Could be tough. Okay. I know it's not in. April. Oh, my bread and butter. F you. <laughs> I want a Stony edition of April in the Day. I just feel like Stony's drops really would fit well in an April in the Day reset. I don't think the world needs a second version of that. Mexicans. Yeah. And six minutes before broadcast, look who's meandered into the complex. Well, well, well. I don't understand it, Bob. I what just do don't. What do we have here? I don't know. A man. Right from the car, right to on the air. Right. Right from the car to your studio to the speakers. It's Bob. Go ahead, sit down, partake. You my, got exactly 60 seconds to promote your show. My car is my office. Okay. Always has been. Did you get us Legarius Need? Well, I'm working on that one. It's not going to happen, but I presented a case. You know the other one that I've decided to go ahead and go all in on? Let me hear it. And it's not... Others have said it. It's, it's not, okay. But I've decided, I've given it some thought, consulting with my other personalities. Why not just go get J.D. Martinez? I Wait, that's my idea. No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm saying it's not a new idea. No, and I've so you're, around you're there. buying into it. So you're not making fun of me for that idea? No, I never did. Oh, I you've definitely you lost your edge. Hey, right there. No. It, it makes so much sense. It does, because, first of all, Who's at bats is he taking? Kerry Carpenter, right? Right, a guy who didn't have a home run list two and a half months of the year. Right, right. And you already brought in Kana. Kana. So you have shown a willingness that you know you need some veteran hitters in that lineup. And it's not just that the division is winnable for the time. Because I don't necessarily think J.D. Martinez would make them or help them win the division for sure. 
But it is. I mean, his numbers last year with the Dodgers. Yeah, he's going to walk in and give you an 850 OPS, and he's going to help your young players develop. He was over 1,000 last year. Right, I'm saying minimum. Yeah. The baseline of the last five years. Take some pressure off. When they're scuffling and he steps up and hits a three-run homer in the seventh inning and the crowd goes bonkers in Comerica Park and they storm the field. Oh, wait, no. That's right. They're not going to storm the field. Not yet. No, no. That That is in my mind more and more. And, of course, the Red Wings. And um, it's beyond real. We know it's real. What they're doing is real. They are going to be in the playoffs, and it just becomes a question of how far should you expect them to go. And that little scenario you guys set up, I think Rico set it up. Net. No. Make the playoffs. You win two games in the first round. No, no, and then no, you no. Lose. I, no. I, I sweetened it. And oh, said you change it to seven-game seven. series. Net. I said and, no. And yeah, you, and I you say lose no. game seven, one Question. You Categorically worked, deny it. You worked with the man longer than anybody. I want to do, I'm going to commission Roberto. Do you think if we did an April in the D Stony remix, don't you feel like Stony's drops and Stony in general fits well with the good luck Joes or whatever it was? I couldn't, do you think that's worth our time? Let's give Bob a sample. David, oh, fire it. Oh, wait, Hold you on. have a sample? April. Mexicans. We're bringing everything together, Mexicans and breasts. I just, them together. I'm asking, do we think? <laughs> Bob, please control yourself. What? All right. What? This not, disaster not is good. coming up next with no prep. It's going to yeah. be exciting. Oh, I have tons of prep. All right. Not going good. Get us, JD. Come on, man. I mean, I've thought about it. Listen, I've heard what everybody said, and I have my own thoughts on it. And it's because it's the right thing. It's the. It's the right move. We finally aligned with a right move. We'll talk to everybody tomorrow. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. It's the, you can't even find F it. F you. Oh, oh Stony. It's unnecessary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.